Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to your favorite podcast <laughs> with your favorite Casa Negros where we talk about how we navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created and that is the Jigsaw of Life. I mm-hmm. am Josh Rogers. And I am Brian Hare. And we are here to talk about all of the things all that include the perils, the mm-hmm. praises, the productivity, and the bumping circumstance of yes. being black millennials trying to figure this thing out. Brian, that, that welcome back, that welcome back card was in my spirit. Really? <laughs> and I, I don't know where it came from, but it bubbled right. up. And I, I saw your face. You wasn't, I don't think you were ready. I was just like, where did we go? <laughs> Ain't like we take vacation or nothing. Yeah, welcome back. Just welcome back. Welcome the people back to another week with us. Another week of the Jigsaw. Another week of the Jigsaw. Brother, how are you? Uh, it's a great day to be black. It's always a great day to be black. Uh, I am exhausted. My God. And I am about to pour me up a little something. Just to- I saw a bottle sneak up. I didn't know what it was. Just I to- said, does that come from Lifeway Christian Store? Is that the communion? <laughs> it does. It's the communion. <laughs> You know, drink ye all of it. Um, that was the worst. I'm drinking me some um one of the blackest drinks you could ever have. What? Some Arizona iced tea. Oh, Arizona iced tea. <laughs> I love me some Arizona iced tea. I thought you were gonna say hypnotic. <laughs> now, I don't drink no Alize. Some Alize. <laughs> some uh some MD twenty twenty. Some E and J. E and J. Colt 45. <laughs> I don't drink no malt liquor. <laughs> I drink no malt liquor. Whatever. That's that's beyond me. <laughs> Listen, I thought that you were is the blackest drink. Oh no, that's me. I ain't that black. I, I didn't say a nigga drink. I said, <laughs> I said a black drink. Speaking of, this is off topic. Speaking of niggas, okay. it's not really a nigga drink. drink. <laughs> I, I don't, this is not even a good transition. Okay, <laughs> are you watching BMF? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Are you First caught up? Thank you for sharing your mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. I am caught up. Didn't 50 Flesh. Cent just get mad about them not releasing episode seven or something? Because I went to the thing on Sunday and it wasn't it there. It wasn't there. And I was upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. So I started, that's when I saw, I started raising Canaan because of that. Okay. So I'm on like episode four or five. I'm not mm-hmm. completely caught up yet. <clears throat> but BMF? Ooh. That Lamar, what song? What song? What that song he was singing? You can't stop the rain. <laughs> I don't know who sings that. <laughs> you can't stop the and rain. And you can't do addition because they went out yet. <laughs> nah, let me see. You can't stop the rain. Was that Shalimar? Is loose ends? <laughs> no, I think you can't stop the rain. I think that's is it loose ends. That's what came yeah, up. It's, when I it's in. loose ends. Loose ends. The loose ends. The ends are loose. Yeah, that that fool, Lamar. He's a I see why he went to the um the crazy house in Nigeria. Who he the, he is the quintessential example of the insanity plea. <laughs> Bruh. That man is crazy. He crazy. <laughs> like Do you insane. Hear me? Mm-hmm. Crazy. He flips with a drop. Of a dime, mm-hmm. with Sociopath. like 
I mean, just a socio, a psychopath, even. Yeah. Um, I knew I knew he was crazy when he had sex with that girl in the, in the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah. What sane person <laughs> would like have sex on a bathroom floor? Like the equivalent of like a cute or equivalent of a Waffle House bathroom. Oh, and they were on the floor. Had that girl on face the down, face down, butt up in the floor, and she in, was re- and she did that. She did that. Mm. And he, he just walked out. He just zipped up and walked out. Ain't do a whole bath or nothing. He just walked out. Hey, I don't think he washed his hands. <laughs> he didn't. He went down to start eating. <laughs> right. No, he was digging in the man's food, too. <laughs> now you've been digging in the butt in the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, that BMF ain't nothing that, nice. And why yeah. is Snoop Dogg anybody's pastor? I just... <laughs> That's the one part that I roll my eyes because I feel like I get the the like the mm-hmm. untrustworthy like pimp pastor trope, but mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I feel like Snoop Dogg just takes jobs. Yo, Snoop does not. He don't say no to any role. He don't say no <laughs> to anything. And I feel right. like his his people need to tell him it is okay, okay, to say no. Right, you don't you don't have to be in all the, all the, the you don't have to be in all of the things. <laughs> Speaking of all of the things and television, uh-huh. mm-hmm. did you watch Insecure last? This is the most recent episode. I sure did, Brian. Bro, so we didn't talk about episode two. So let's do it because we'll get stuck and it'll be all episode it if will. we really go into it. It would. So episodes two and three. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Episodes two and. Th- Three. I love how they are kind of dealing with everyone's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first mm-hmm. episode, they dealt with the you know the the friend group. Now they're kind of breaking down. I think episode two was really mainly about Molly in my mind. In Even with all of, the focus on Issa and the party and the fashion show thing. Yes, but I think the well maybe it resonated with me the most is that Molly had a moment of clarity. Mm. Um, I think Issa was just working within her purpose at that point. She's booming um, and she's growing in her purpose, understanding where she is. But Molly mm-hmm. was like having the flash of like, oh, it, it's, it is me. Like, I'm I'm the issue. And that's what we, we right. talked about on the show before. That's when we talked about our, uh, our watch party, our live party. Shout out to everybody that showed up to that. Yeah, shout out. Um, we talked about that. Was a, that was a major thing with the watch party is the fact that like for all these seasons, Molly never realized. Mm-hmm. That she is the issue, right? Going to therapy frequently and all that kind of stuff. Never realized like I'm the problem. And then episode two, it felt like she felt like she was the problem. And she and that you know what? And I think it's a good. I think there has to be a balance in recognizing that too. Like knowing that you're the problem, mm-hmm. but also knowing that sometimes you're not the problem mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. regards. But also being self aware enough to know that you likely contribute to some of the problems. I think that's. Right. When we, I think we talk about that too, and um. Molly being able to do the work. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we see manifesting itself. Shout out to the um, Gen Z. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think what we see manifesting yeah. itself is her doing the work uh, mm-hmm. in ways that she hadn't done in the past. And, oh, and I think it answers your question, Brian, about the, uh, the Kofi's character. I don't think that's going to be a thing yeah. with him and Issa. I mean, I don't think we've yeah. seen the last of him, but I also mm-hmm. don't think that that, and it could, if it is the last of him, I'm okay with that. But I think they built it in a way to where he could return, but also not to where there would be a love interest at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I'm glad they did a time hop, though. The time hop was kind of cool. Speaking of the time hop, let's jump to episode three. I th- mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I think 
they did the time hop, but they brought us right back to that pivotal moment in episode three with mm-hmm. Lawrence. But mm-hmm. if you think about the timeline, bro, mm-hmm. they caught us back up to that year because, yep. you know, when most women find out they're pregnant, it's usually around month two or three. They're about six to eight weeks pregnant when they, you mm-hmm. know, as they miss their period, they take the test. So mm-hmm. you're talking about two months pregnant. Um, at this point, there may have been a few months in between that moment up until like the um, the Stanford reunion. Mm-hmm. And when Lawrence finally. So so we also know that when he dropped her off, he hadn't quite moved to San Francisco yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we saw him move, saw him navigate life. And then we saw him get the text. Ooh, that thing mm-hmm. bothered me that your baby's here. You got a text. Yeah. Not that I'm on the way to the hospital. Not that I'm in labor. Not what my due date is. None of the stuff. Like, did we get that? And you get a text from somebody else. Like, the baby's here. The baby's here. So, but anyway, we see that. And then we see all the things they go through. And then fast forward to the end of the episode, you know, where somewhere toward the end, yeah, the very end, the baby's taking swim lessons. So they got to be of a specific age. And then even at the birthday party, when he tried to give the baby food, he made the point to say the doctor said he can have food at four months. So mm-hmm. all of that time, that's about a year. So I mm-hmm. think we saw Lawrence's life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so although they didn't automatically fast forward us like they did Issa and Molly, yep. I think they showed us what a year in his life looked like. Right. And I think that's what the next couple of episodes are going to do. They probably going to show us mm-hmm. what a year in transition was to catch yep. us up to what happened in episode two. Which right. I, I just love how they're building this thing out. Yeah, they're doing a great job. They're, <laughs> they're, they're taking us, they're fast forwarding us in the lives. In the because Issa's 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 business is, is booming. They fast forward us through that. They fast forward us through their relationship rebuilding. They yep. fast forward us through showing that I now look like Lawrence has his own business and his business is booming and his like his business life is taking off, but then his personal life is really and as and somewhat suffering. Yeah. Um. Um, but that was a that was a tough conversation that him and Condola had. Um, mm-hmm. it, I'm gonna say their whole relationship is just rocky. Um, it's so rough. The just I'm on neither one of their sides. Right. Uh, it's it's because it's t- oh it's t- oh. I we that might have to be that could be a whole episode of just having the conversation about that episode um, because it's so much to really deal with. It's so real. Uh, uh, it's it's so, and even in I was saying you probably can agree. Even in marriages, right? You had that conversation of what is balance, what is equity in parenting, and mm-hmm. who's the main parent and who's the mm-hmm. like. You know, what I'm saying so. I don't know that that conversation ever changes or never not exists. I just think it's mm-hmm. more complicated when you're in a co-parenting situation, specifically with someone that you're no longer in relationship with. Specifically with someone who you wanted to abort a baby. Specifically with someone who told you you can be as involved as you want. You don't even have to be here. Like, I think all of those oh, layers and- played into how they both are responding. Mm-hmm. And yes. there are some unspoken expectations and realizations and epiphanies that they probably all both have had. That there, it, right. it really boils down to communication. But I think mm-hmm. we can't neglect everything that happened at the moment of her telling him she was pregnant. All of that right. matters a ton mm-hmm. in how mm-hmm. this dynamic is playing out. Yeah. Uh, and I think all those, oh, I wish we can go into like details and deep into it because like that conversation, like you said, when they found out that they were pregnant and having a baby, 
is a direct reflection of what they're going through now. Oh, for sure. The fact that she was like, I can do it by myself, if, but you can be involved if you want to. But now that he's like, well, I'm going to be involved. She's like, you can only be involved so much. You know what I mean? And then even within the outside converse, the outside, the the people in her ear. Mm-hmm. Hey, know, Kiki Palmer. Right. He's a no good nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, all those things and the frustrations of I feel like as I was the mom, I'm doing more work. But he's like, but I am working. I'm trying to provide and, you know, I'm doing these things and I'm, you know, He's thinking like I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm flying up and back and forth from like San Francisco to to L. A. Like that's a huge task, and then he's probably feeling like she's not respecting the fact that he's really doing that, and then she doesn't trust, you know, him with the baby, and then like he's like, well, I have a family too. Like you know, I'm 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 the darn father. Like, but mm-hmm. then she's like, but it's my it's, but she's like it's my baby, and it's like, but he's like, but it's our baby, you right. know. It's just so much. It's so many things, and I think so much stuff. Yeah, we might have to like have a. Maybe we could do another bonus episode to really discuss maybe. this one because Ooh. this particular this particular episode I think resonates with a lot of people, specifically mm-hmm. men and women. I would say right, and I think mm-hmm. that there's wrong on both sides. As a parent, mm-hmm. I can sit in that space, yep. and as a parent who had my first child in a kind of hybrid co-parenting situation, like we were together, but we weren't married, and Mm-hmm. Josh primarily, well, not primarily, lived with Asha. So, right. Um, it was just, I don't know. I understand the dynamics and my situation was different, but I definitely, mm-hmm. and even, like I said, even in marriage, these are still conversations. Oh, yeah. That happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, and it was just so real. And yeah. that's the other thing I love about Insecure. Like, they've always done that, done a really good mm-hmm. job of making these characters feel tangible and, this yeah. episode, it was triggering. It was sometimes oh. hard. It was hard to watch. It yeah. felt longer than thirty minutes because it was Bro. so intense. <laughs> it was so. It was cr- it was cringy. Yes, yeah. It, it was real. Like and even in marriage, I saw stuff like, oh, I think I, I texted you and was like, you know, like like moms like swear they know everything. Like, they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you know. But then it was the other part was like. Lawrence was wrong. You know, like it was Lawrence, so much because it was Lawrence, like, Lawrence was wrong a lot, and Condola was wrong a lot in that situation a, a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I but I kind of, but to not to be on Lawrence's side, <clears throat> um, not to be on Lawrence's side, but I think one of the questions for Condola is like, yes, you're complaining about being up at night and all these other type mm-hmm. of things, but y'all are not together. So right. even if like, Lawrence lived in LA, right, he very likely would like y'all wouldn't be living together. Right. So, so you he wouldn't still be would right. So you still would be bearing a lot of the responsibility of being up at night. And that's the thing where I hate where like the friends being your ear, girl, you up at but like if y'all don't live together, right, you're still gonna bear the majority of that kind of early newborn burden. Right. Unless you do trust him and he spends a couple of nights at his house, a couple of nights mm-hmm. at your house. But until you get to that space, you're kind of I ain't going to say you set yourself up, but it's kind of understood yeah. that that's going to be your plight. So I'm like, mm-hmm. even if the nigga wasn't in San Francisco, he wouldn't be living with you. So like right. some of this dynamic wouldn't change because he was there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, And I think yeah. that's a conversation and a perspective that I think not just Condola, but a lot of women don't don't really take into consideration. If y'all are not together and you choose or we decide or whatever that the baby is going to primarily be with you, 
mm-hmm. then that automatically gives you mm-hmm. more responsibility in certain areas that I have no control over. Right. I can't control mm-hmm. that they may woke up at 3 a.m. for a feeding. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. So, right. you know, so like, you know, it's me, you're married. Fault. Right. I can't, <laughs> you can't tag me in because mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not there. Right. And the don't only be thing, at me. Right. The only thing I can do is then, like, like Lawrence, if you trust me, I can take him a few nights. Mm-hmm. But if you don't give me that space and opportunity to do that, Mm-hmm. And then for Lawrence, you can't necessarily leverage that card when your support is actually waning. You skipped a trip. Mm-hmm. It looks like you only come on weekends and like special appointments. Mm-hmm. To Condola's point, you're not consistently checking in. Like yep. y'all ain't got a date for you to text her, be like, "Hey, how's?" Uh, first of all, why did they name this baby Elijah Mustafa? <laughs> Let's that sounds like some Easter, that, Easter that was an Easter thing to just throw us off. But <laughs> like, if you're not FaceTiming and like that, and that's the other right. kind of like you, if you were doing more of that, you mm-hmm. probably could leverage mm-hmm. more of your desires. But right. you know, so I, so it's wrong on both ends. Yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and we might need to stop right here because gotcha. if we keep going, we <laughs> we'll be here all. We'll night. go. We'll be here all night. Mm-hmm. So let me get into the song of the week. Yes, I don't know that this is a thing. The okay. title is, but the song mm-hmm. itself, no. Okay. okay. But right. it was on my spirit, just like Welcome Back Carter was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And since Auntie has let us bring her music back, I think you know who at least what artist I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want I want to do it. Okay. So let me okay. give me a little sip of my tea. Oh, you're gonna sing it. And okay. you know, I don't never punk out. <laughs> <laughs> unless I unless I'm horse horse. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> it goes a little bit like this. Mm-mm. <laughs> it says, What have you done to me? I can't eat, I cannot sleep, and I'm not the same anymore. Okay. I don't know what to do, cause all of me wants all of you. Do I stand alone at the shore? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. And now once I could turn away from everything I feel today. But now I want to walk through a door. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. Oh, body and soul. Okay. That you've got no doubt. Inside and out, we are whole. Oh, body and soul, don't leave me out in the cold. Just love me, body and soul. Hallelujah. Okay. Oh, that oh, is body ha- and soul. <laughs> by Anita Baker. Mm, okay. Now, it wasn't a thing, but body and soul is about taking care of your body and your soul. She said, mm-hmm. she's Brian. What did she say? She said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to make sure that we are whole. Mm. That you ain't got no doubt inside. And now, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit later. We'll get to that when it's mm-hmm. time to get to that. With yeah. that being said, I just didn't accept it because, you know, I Nita gets me riled up. I feel like Anita Baker's <laughs> anointed. She is. But she I don't really care is. what she says. That thing gets no me. need worrying. Woo, what the night is going to bring. Because <laughs> it'll, it'll be, be all, all over, over in the morning. In the morning. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
There's a sense of nightfall. <laughs> Brother. That song stirs me. It, it's like contemporary, but it's like it's like it's like what's that that's the station at Coast that what they play the Laurel smooth mm-hmm. smooth music. It's that, but it still stirs. Listen. It stirs. It's a word. Where darkness falls and it covers all. Mm. Yeah. Let's get on. Let's get on. Let's get on to the black. (laughs) But that being said, I'm still accepted. Brian, you ready to get into some black excellence? So ready. Let's do it. All right, we're here at the Bless Up Report where we, you know, bless up and shout out black folks doing great black things. Black people do great things all the time. We wake up every single day. And make black history. So we do decide in this podcast, the Jigsaw Podcast, um, to you know celebrate black people, give them the flowers when they do the things. Right? That is your second pour. <clears throat> Go ahead um, and a pouring of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> um, pour, pour out your spirit, God. <laughs> pour out your spirit, God. Rain on us. Rain down on me. So I saw this la, on. La, 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 let it fall on me. <laughs> okay, there you go. Catch it. <laughs> so somebody sent me this video. And this is off topic, but it's on topic. Okay. Of like an ox party. Mm-hmm. It, was at a, it was at an HBCU. Well, somebody sent me two A-U-X ox? Yeah, ox. Like, like as an ox like, court. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of like we did on the Jigsaw on this podcast where we did like my song versus your song versus your song versus mm-hmm. my song. And it was at an HBCU and they did like a big classroom full of like an ox party. Um, that was dope. And another thing was they did a, a PowerPoint party. It was the whites were doing this one. A PowerPoint party where people okay. were giving presentations about a random topic and then presenting on why, what their thought process was on said topic. Mm-hmm. I thought those were both funny, funny ideas. Um, that I think would be hilarious. Like, you know, you can do a, a presentation on, you know, won't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. The art of, you know, conflict resolution. You know what yes. I mean? Like, <laughs> I love those type of things. Yeah. So I thought that would be fun. Um, but let's, <laughs> off topic, but let's report. That's why we're here. All right. So uh, we talk about black people, but um, the name may sound like it's Latino, right? So mm, okay. the, fir- the, the, the first name is Strong and Strong and Black. <laughs> <laughs> the last name is probably is giving us Afro Latino, maybe you know, brothers mm-hmm. the brown part people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the mm-hmm. name is Geraldine Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> Geraldine. Geraldine. Geraldine is a strong black name. That's you know, like a- you know she was Jerry. Yeah, they so so the um the daddy was Jerry, the mom was Marilyn. Mm-hmm. So it's Geraldine. So they, they put it together. Or you know, the daddy was Jerry, and he he had all girls. That last one said, "Listen here, <laughs> I'm getting me, I'm getting me a junior, some one way or the right. other." <laughs> right. So Jalen Rodriguez, the founder and CEO of Knowledge House, TKH. Right. So mm-hmm. um, the Knowledge House, this is the pronounce the abbreviation of it. So TKH is a technical institution. Uh, she started Geraldine started uh, more than seven years ago with the sole goal of closing the employment gap for low-income learners, uh, specifically black women. Currently, the organization is 90% staffed by people of color, which is awesome, mm-hmm. an accurate representation of the communities they serve. Uh, a former educator and active community organizer, uh, Rodriguez recognized the fallacy in the limited option narrative educators were pushing onto those looking to get out of poverty, right? Excuse me, a, Bro- a Bronx native. And Columbia University grad, shouts out to Columbia, um, Rodriguez knew that the traditional path of higher academia wasn't going to work for everyone and began looking at alternative education methods 
for those who need it the most. So in 2013, they launched the first pilot program with a cohort of 10 young adults using her experience uh, and networking uh, with Reshma Sohani. That's our one of our Indian brothers or sisters, mm-hmm. uh, founder of Girls Who Code. This is a woman. Uh, Girls Who Code to build out her curriculum. Right. So now almost a decade later, TKH, the Knowledge House, has grown, welcoming three cohorts, cohorts with 60 adult learners, as well as youth educational arm, educating another 60 students. The two programs, right, one youth and one adult center lasts about 12 months. And it's the only black woman led tech Training nonprofit in New York. So shouts out to Gerilyn doing some great things. Yeah. Not only helping out black people, helping out black women. Um, we're excited about that, doing some coding things, doing some things as far as finding alternative ways to educate and to inspire and to build neighborhoods and things of that nature. As far as build community, mm-hmm. that is. Uh, so we're excited about that. And um, shouts out to Gerilyn Rodriguez. Two fingers to the sky, one kiss, two fingers to the sky. Um, we are excited about that. So bless up to Jalen Rodriguez. Did, did anyone, anyone, anyone pass away? Did, did the what, up, what, sis. Um, was there any rest of this week? Not in a legendary capacity. Okay. But as we ease on into the billboard, there is okay. some some people we want to honor okay. and give so, give reverence to. So, so I did did or did not say say the hand of get, hand of death. Well, I think the hand of death is always loose because <laughs> niggas is dying. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. Niggas die every day, B. The hand of death. You know, the, the founder <laughs> of my home church, his wife said that every year has his number. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's good. She said every year has his number. She said, Are you so in that whether, number, though? She said, so whether you want to acknowledge it or not, at one of these years, we're going to be in the number. So we just better make mm-hmm. sure your soul is right when your number's called. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> I said, mother... My God, mother! That, mm. Now that's the kind of word that makes me want to get saved. That ain't necessarily hell scared. I just want to live the best life, <laughs> right. so that when my number's called, I'm prepared. Listen, listen, right? Glory to God. They don't teach like that no more. Right? I was unfit. <laughs> what did they say? I was unfit to live. <laughs> and show one fit, and show one ready to die. Was ready to die. <laughs> Shut up, my God. My God. My God. My God. Tell the man, said, change me, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, but seriously, um, what we do want to do as we go into the billboard, we're going to talk yes. about the story. But before we talk about the story, also, we yes. just want to straight up highlight the eight people who lost their lives at yes. Astro World. Rest it was up. terribly sad. So rest up to you all and prayers out to those families. Those individuals, but unless you've been under a rock, you've heard about the travesty that happened at Astro World. I mean, mm. Astro World. It is a musical fest hosted by Travis Scott, that man who got a baby on them Jenners, um, yep. and they left eight people dead and others injured. Um, apparently, Brian mm-hmm. he encouraged a crowd surge uh, because he always encourages his fans to go into this rage and do raging stuff. That's probably one reason mm-hmm. I'll never go to a Travis Scott concert because I don't really do the rage. And he does the white people thing. Yeah, I don't do the raves and all that kind of stuff. Like that's not. That's not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. And this is not new behavior for him. He consistently does that. And he's been arrested before, actually, for inciting a riot at his concerts. Um, so, right. again, 
nothing new. Um, but because of what happened, um, the remaining of the days of the fest, well, it was one, one additional day. It was a two day fest. So the remaining day was canceled and he refunded all the attendees, their ticket prices for both days. Mm-hmm. And Travis is also paying for the funeral costs of every person that passed away. And as okay. of today, however, mm-hmm. there are 46 lawsuits that have been filed against Travis Scott oh, since the okay. incident. And they yeah. are saying that more lawsuits are pending and to come. So um, I think the reason why Travis probably continues with this behavior is because he's done it in the past and mm-hmm. no one's ever died before. So right. like he was like, it's going to be harmless. And for what I understand, he actually kept performing. Like I heard he paused mm-hmm. when he saw like ambulances and people coming. But again, that's not uncommon because people have gotten hurt at these things before, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. no one has ever died. So, yeah. And I think I read somewhere too, that one teenager, uh, I think a I want to say Texas A&M student or I don't want to be sure to college, but I think it was a school in Texas, but they now have like a permanent brain injury wow, from their wow. injuries that they had. I mean, yeah, you got to think don't. about it, bro. Like that's how Mufasa died. Like not to trivialize it, but right. like he got trampled upon in a crime yeah. surge. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a real thing. So, Mm-hmm. For yeah, those think, of you who are kind of thinking like, oh, you know, what's a crowd surge? Like, think of the Lion King scene. Like, that's legit probably yeah. what happened. Yeah, and and, and it, like Travis Scott, he's he's the he's a wannabe rock star. Like that rock star stuff is is cool to him. Just rap. Like, so he's the type of person that like will <laughs> like you see videos of him like just going to random places and then trying to draw a crowd of people. And they want to like crowd surf and be like, yeah, party dude, like we're we're rock stars and all that kind of stuff. And and like you said, like the crowd surge thing, you want to open the gates and let the and let the people just come through and like kind of have this general admission kind of thing. And you know, you know what's going to happen. That's just that doesn't that doesn't make any type of sense. It doesn't make any sense. And they said he's done it before, and then now it just really didn't. It it just worked yeah. out really bad. And he had five hundred security guards for a crowd of fifty thousand people. Oh. Just not enough. No, I don't know that you could ever have you. I don't know what would be enough, but fi- like sometimes it's hard for me to get my two my two no limit soldiers together in a circle, mm-hmm. let alone <laughs> fifty thousand people. Right. Like what? Yeah, I, I don't like with general general admission stuff though either. Like that's just not the only not time the I've done that was for a PJ Moore concert, but I already knew that was going to be way more intimate, and I was complaining <laughs> that I had to stand up that whole time. Right, but then and then again though too, PJ Morton is not going to be like that. He's like not going to incite a riot, and that's the thing. Like I also know, but no. at the same time, to your point, like after the concert, while I enjoy his show, I was irritated that I was standing the entire time. I was like, it is time. Yeah. My feet hurt. I had on right. like comfortable shoes, and my feet were still hurt. <laughs> so right. anyway, um, prayers up to those families, and you know, best of luck to Travis Scott as he navigates this um in right. better more exciting news one of our queens one of our black queens viola davis yes it's coming yes, back uh, to the i guess bro i know the small screen is television the big screen mm-hmm. is movies what do you call like tv movies i don't know because they call it the silver screen is like the movies uh it's like the bronze screen i don't know i don't know small, well viola davis screen. Viola Davis come back to the screen. This is gonna be on TV, right. so I guess it's the the small screen. Um, yeah. and she's playing. It ain't, it ain't small when it's Viola though. It it's, ain't it ain't small when it's mm-mm. Viola, but she's playing mm-mm. Michelle Obama. So, um, mm. Showtime is creating this limited series called The First Lady, and it's going to explore several first ladies and their time in the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, Davis will be playing Michelle Obama in the show that is set to air spring 2022. And Davis said that she studied Obama's Netflix doc, becoming to prepare for the role. And they released a picture of that woman. 
Mm. I don't know if you've seen it, Brian, where she was doing like the Michelle Obama smile and oh, face, wow. and it, it, she, she, look it up. Body, I was, I was, I was, I was finna try to find it to show it to you. When I tell you, she is, she is Michelle Obama. Like, it, oh wow, okay. that's Viola. That's not Michelle. Oh, okay, <laughs> bro. She's mastered the the faces <laughs> and everything. So. Um, this is going to be good, and you know Viola acts. Viola acts. My she my only concern acts. is okay. At what moment, right? What what happened? This gonna make her cry. Years. It's gonna yes. We'll give us a snot because like, we, we need the snot. <laughs> we need the snot. Like we need it. Like what, at what moment is is Viola gonna give us a snot? Like Michelle, we what what drama did you go through that's gonna give us the snot? Well, you know we she talked it. about a few hard moments during her becoming because I watched the becoming doc. And she talked okay. about a few hard moments. One particular where she was like pissed mm-hmm. at Donald Trump. And like, so during probably like that eighth year, she was like, he's trying to get the hell out of this White House. Mm-hmm. So it might have been one of those. And I maybe she may have cried more so out of anger because mm-hmm. I can't pop off like the Michelle from the South Side, like I want right. to. <laughs> right, right, right. So I just got to, you know, I'm full of emotion. But you're right. There we is no it. dramatic movie that Viola plays in where she's not giving us. It's either one or two things are going to happen. Okay. She's going to give us the ugly snot cry, mm-hmm. or she's going to do like Papa Pope and give us this amazing oh, yeah. monologue. Like, yeah. because have you seen like Suicide Squad? This is the best movie, but like the way she talked to those people and she just kind of all that emotion and even like mm-hmm. her um her Oscar winning performance mm-hmm. when she was in a movie for like five minutes and she oh the <laughs> and she got the nomination uh, whatever that movie was yeah with the with the Catholic priest that was like yeah and she like went off like she you know, she like, killed and she got nominated off literally two three minutes of film yeah yeah, yeah. but two, anyway great so monologue think, but she gave a great monologue and snot doing that scene and it was both and like yeah. and even in like say what you want to say about how to get away with murder consistent monologues consistent oh, yeah. passion you know what i'm saying so like we know we're gonna get it the monologue is coming for sure but i want the snotty cry i want the michelle obama i want to cry i want to mm-hmm. see barack try to console her and, and all of the things Right. But anyway, speaking of things that we could possibly be excited about, Chris Brown has cereal coming out. Okay. Um, the Harvey <laughs> King is coming out with his own cereal brand called Breezy's Cosmic Crunch. Okay. And you can pre-order the cereal starting November 11th. So if you list this episode in real time, it's, it, you can pre-order it starting today. All and right. to me, Brian, it looks like a ghetto version of Captain Crunch. Right. Um, so my mouth will be bleeding. He got the ghetto version. So are you are you going to buy Brooklyn a box of um, Breezy no, Cosmic no. Crunch? Nah, I don't want my daughter's mouth all raw. <laughs> just I'm buying some Breezy Cosmic Crunch. I'm sorry, I'm buying some Breezy Cosmic Crunch. Now I will say this: if that pre order is like fifteen dollars a box or something, right? Because he's talking about pre. Why are we pre ordering cereal? How much right. is this cereal? <laughs> right, Breezy Cosmic Crunch. Let me look at it real quick. Because I, I did, I did. He didn't post no price on his IG when he announced I the box. Oh, it's it's literally him in like a space, um, <laughs> a space oh, uniform. Jesus, so it's black. Us. So black, I see it. Oh mm-hmm. God! Chris but it's, it's supposed to be a limited edition. Limited, you know, it's not yeah, gonna be a lot yeah. of them. If it's well, if it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if it's like, how much are you willing to pay for a box of cereal? I'm That's willing to pay limited. as much as I pay for a box of cereal. Right, because the thing oh. is, I got, is it if it's like limited, it's like a collector's edition. Oh, it is twenty three ninety nine, and it is he's a partnership with SoFlo Snacks. SoFlo <laughs> Snacks. 
So a little snacks. These limited edition Breezy's Cosmic Crunch are going fast. In order to secure your collectible cereal, please enter your information below to reserve your box before purchasing. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, not I'm not getting a box now. I'm not paying twenty four dollars for a box of cereal. That's what I can't eat because the thing you'd have to like buy two boxes because you want one to like for a collector's item, right? You want one to actually eat and like in taste. Or well, maybe like, you eat it and then just save the box. Maybe because the cereal is gonna be terrible in so many odd years, and if it don't spoil, we got a different mm-hmm. question. Right. <laughs> Yeah, a whole another question if it doesn't spoil. But shout out to Breezy out here. Get the get the bag, brother. But you know what, Breezy, don't turn it to Rihanna. Give us music. I don't want no cereal from you. Give, Give us, us a music. quality us a good... ten song album, ten to twelve. Ten songs, ten to twelve. We don't want no forty six songs. We don't fifteen need at the because we know you used to doing ninety. Fifteen right. at the max. Yes, but ten to twelve is what we actually would appreciate. Yeah, speaking of, I don't know. Is this in the billboard? I don't, are we talking about Six Sonic in the billboard? We're anymore? not, but you can you can insert it right here. Go ahead. So Six Sonic, we got, and I think Come it's out. nine songs. They gave us nine or ten songs, nine, and they already gave us three. So we look. They at gave six. us three. So, oh Brian, so I'm gonna say yes. this. I know we talk about this in the group. So okay. smoke out the window. I listen mm-hmm. to it again. Okay, I like it better than Skate, because you said mm-hmm. that it wasn't as good as the first two singles, and I was it like, was. It was I went, good. I, did a, I got another. I went good. to do another listen, mm-hmm. and it's it's not as even though I'm so tired of leave the door open. Leave mm-hmm. the door open was a song, so it's not better than that, mm-hmm. but it is better than Skate. And somebody really? hurt Bruno Mars the same way Summer Walker got hurt because the <laughs> way he said the B word, it was so percussive. <laughs> so he was up like it sounds like, personal. That got me paying her rent. I was like, <laughs> who hurt you, Bruno? <laughs> Who's running you paying, Bruno? She must have stole his crack. Listen, <laughs> she stole snort, his snort. His butter sugar. I had that line for me. <laughs> <laughs> Individuals, oh, they, they, they don't disappoint with They don't man. disappoint. They don't disappoint they don't. with And the thing, there's no features. At least there's none listed. So unless we get a surprise feature. Right. Except but, for this but, commentary from Boosie Cobb, there are no features. So, But the thing is, do we really need a feature? Uh, well, Bruno I think we really, really give us features. Mm-hmm. Right, we wanted a feature. We wanted them to work with like certain people because we saw them. They had pictures with her. They had pictures with so and so. Um, so I, I wanted some features, but do we really need anything I don't think outside of Anderson back and Bruno? Like I don't think they so. are two of of this generation's artists that have like just done some great things and are are just different. So I think it's good enough, and if, I'm glad they're giving us nine songs. That's it. And then Bruno's good for that too, because because what oh, yeah. for care magic like only nine or ten songs, nine or ten songs. Yeah, yeah he don't so, give us too much music. Yeah, but it'd be he so good. He's gonna give us a a, a no skip. He gonna give he us, gives a, no us a no skip. He said to go on a world tour. Well, they are finna go on a world tour, and then he gonna disappear for another four years. <laughs> yeah, I, I am with it. I'm going. I gotta go to the Silk Sonic tour, and if they do a Silk Sonic tour, and they both have their own solo sets, oh. Take all my money. Mm-hmm. And they Every probably have some super dope opener too. It's going to be. Who <sighs> would you. Let, just a, let right real quick. Who would you want to open up for that concert? Okay. So who would open? It would have to be like a newer artist who has a similar vibe. And they don't have a similar vibe, but a person I want to see in art and in, in concert. And this, they're not similar in any way. I want to see Giveon. Mm. He's low key a person I'm like starting to be like. I love this dude. He has a voice like no other. Like there, there. He's is a distinct voice, distinct sound. Um, I I like him. 
So I don't that it's nothing it's nothing close to them in terms of like musicality. Sure. But I would love to see him just like sing in that unique voice. I would want to see Lucky Day. Okay. Similar like Day. uh yeah. I like Lucky Day or Division. I think they would be good. Yeah. That works. Um somebody really emotional. Mhm. Like, it was mm-hmm. that. Mhm. All the things. Throw Flo Millie in there just because. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Somebody real random. Oh, other random thing that's not on the billboard at all. I saw today that Gangsta Boo's been working on features all week. I don't know what album she's about to pop up on, but she said she's been in her bag, she's in her zone, and she's finishing all her features. So Lola, the podcast, <laughs> Lola, we are excited to hear about all these features that's coming out. Uh, we need the blueprint. Blueprint, give it to us now. Now, because you told us back in April that the blueprint you was sure like you was about four months pregnant. Now. Wow. I mean, my math, man. Mm-hmm. June, July, August. Is it? Is it September? Is, is it time? You know, it's past nine time. months. Right. It's been been in you for a long time. <laughs> okay. It's time to, to, to get forth. Right. You about to have a lifetime document if you still pregnant, woman of God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give us the blueprint. Bring forth. Bring forth see. the album. Um. But anyway, yes, we are excited. Oh, and did you see that scissor? Was like the first woman to have like the biggest Apple music drop for her album. Mm-mm. I couldn't get past five songs. It was so depressing. I didn't even listen to Scissor. Oh, London on the track. Just, I know it was about was him. Was it Scissor or Summer? Summer Walker. That's who it was. Okay. You know, I get these girls mixed up. Yeah. Summer Walker. That oh, thing, 20, 20 that, songs. It's summer. so, it was, every song was slow and just, oh, man. She's oh. like, I didn't even She's make like, it to Sierra's Prayer because I stopped listening way before that. It's like suicidal music. It's like I, I want to be like in a room it. in the dark and just contemplate, you know, Girl. potentially like not doing it anymore. The only sizzle song I really go off on is Come Through and the song she got with um, Chris Brown. Mm. My last nigga was a nigga. I need a nigga <laughs> with about six figures. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, um, Summer Walker's is Chris Moore's... Uh, one of his faves. So, yeah, so no. Chris Moore. Shout out to him. He can have it. He can go play golf <laughs> and cry in the lakes with that foolishness because I ain't, <laughs> ain't trying to have it. Speaking of people in the music industry, Stevie J has filed a voice for face. <laughs> Stevie, what world are we in where Stevie J has the audacity to file for divorce from right. Faith Evans? Somebody, somebody told me that Faith Evans and Karen Clark are the same person. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> First of all, one of them had a gastric sleeve and the other one didn't. <laughs> somebody said somebody said Karen Clark wanted to be Faith Evans so bad. No, because Faith, Faith Evans sounds like a soprano on cigarettes. Karen's a little bit more clear, you know. <laughs> Karen just be screaming. Karen, who, I don't know who screams louder, her or Dern, Jennifer Hudson. Like, I just be like, Jennifer Hudson's just girl. loud in general. I'd be like, girl. Because Karen actually has a very soft speaking voice. Jennifer's just loud. Jennifer's <laughs> loud. Jennifer is a a, a ghetto opera singer. <laughs> She's loud. She's just loud. Did you, you know I sing opera? Did you know I sing opera? Shout out to Richard Penn. We gotta we gotta name a segment after him. We gotta name a segment called Let It All Hang Out. Let it all hang out. I do opera. Y'all might see that in 2022. But anyway, Stevie J filed a divorce from Faith Evans, and he styled this week um, in L.A. County Superior Court. And you do know, you know, mm. a few years ago, it was alleged mm. okay. that, um, you know, 
that was charged with pressing face the evidence for domestic violence for beating up on Steve. Steve J said he's tired of getting hit. <laughs> get me out of this, man. Get me out Stevie, of this. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Stevie J said, I got to get out of this thing. Mm, and last but not least, out. we end the billboard with some trashy trash. Tory Lanez um, oh. has been unable to reach a plea deal. Um, mm. According to news sites, he did not come to terms for a plea deal after committing. Um, committing to being not guilty in allegedly shooting Meg the Stallion. Side note, did you see her graduation pictures? I did not. Oh, Brian. Oh, I know you've been on your social media hiatus. I have. That is worse. I ain't gonna say worth you breaking your hiatus, but so it is worth Googling. It's her page? She has two sets. She got a she got a very like standard graduation photos where she got on like a dress and a cap and gown. And then she got mm-hmm. a very Meg the Stallion. <laughs> Mm. Set of graduation photos. <laughs> okay, um, do some searching. So while you finding that, I'm gonna continue with this story. Um, but he's okay. set to appear in court to testify on December 14th, and if he's convicted, um, he could face up to 20 years in prison. But real quick, Brian, I want you to listen to the tweet that he had in response and tell me if okay. you hear the same things that I hear. Okay, okay, go for I want it. You to hear. All right. So the headline says the headline says this. That Tory Lanez is unable to reach a plea deal. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez responds via tweet and says, the wording of this is amazingly inaccurate. I wasn't unable to do anything. They offer mm-hmm. what they offered, so I wouldn't go to trial and I declined. It's very simple. And no, I would not be giving any live testimony. Please report real news and accurate facts. Ciao. Mm. Didn't he essentially say that he wasn't able to reach a plea deal? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the headline said? Right. So he How wants is to do any a deal. of that inaccurate? <laughs> it didn't uh, say that you said one thing. It literally said you're unable. Like it's basically saying like you had a particular stance. Mm-hmm. The defense or you know the whatever the you know the the, the prosecutor had a particular stance. You didn't come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I understand words, that means that you were unable to come to a plea deal. Right. What is the tweet? What is the tweet, Tory? Is, right. is, is the Canadian school plea. system that messed up? Right. And if you and if you like, why would you plea if you if you uh, out there saying basically like you a hundred percent, you know, straight like you ain't do nothing like yeah. why would you? Yeah. So that tells me but, that you were unable to come to a plea deal. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what it means. Anyway, um, that wraps up the billboard um, for this week, Brian. I think we have a pretty fun kind of light. Probably relatively short conversation to have in the living room. Are you ready to go over there and do that? I'm so ready. Let's do it. All right, good people. We are here in the living room and we are back to have another conversation. You know, these conversations sure are. always about navigating life, whether they fun, they like hard or whatever do it, it is. Man. That's what do we it. do. And, mm-hmm. you know, Brian, I was sitting here thinking like, you know, it is fall, winter time. Fall. And for some reason, people kind of choose to take this time to also like not take their hygiene <laughs> as serious. Oh, like, no, they let it go. They let it go, let it go. <laughs> it is appropriate, like with the, like not not letting it go, but the song is appropriate because it's like real winter and yeah. it's frozen, and but don't let it go. Yeah, 
Yeah, don't let it go. But anyway, people use it. And then also, this is also a time where self-care is typically, mm-hmm. um, it's necessary the most. With the loss of loved mm-hmm. ones, this could mm-hmm. be your first Thanksgiving, your first Christmas, your first mental, Hanukkah, mental. your first Kwanzaa, whatever it is, without a particular person. And, you know, so we, me and Brian wanted to kind of have a conversation around, mm-hmm. you know, avoiding the winter funk, both in your body mm-hmm. and in your brain. Um, mm-hmm. So just, you know, with that in mind, Brian, mm-hmm. Um, yes. For you, let's just start with grooming. Does okay. anything change for you in the fall or winter time? <sighs> Not a thing. Um, <laughs> I, already, <laughs> I already have a beard, so like usually I would, you know, at one point it was the thing where like I was um, in the winter, in the in the spring, summer, I had like a low cut, maybe like low cut um, face, mm-hmm. and then like in the winter, fall, like I grew the beard because usually at, at one point it was like no shave November. Like now it's like no nut November. Like, well, who wants to do that? That's stupid. Um, yeah, that's like, like, why would you? Do, why would you? No, that's, that's not self care. Right, right. The answer that is that's a right. <laughs> that is not self care. That is not um, self care. <laughs> but um, so, so I actually ended up start, grew my I I started my growing my beard during like no shave November, mm-hmm. and then I realized like oh like this looks dope, so I just kept I kept it for like months. And then it became like my thing. Um, so yeah, no, it does not change. Like so, it probably would have been beard different, maybe hair different. But I'm keeping my hair. I'm gonna keep my beard. Um, but not yet. Yeah, not your hygiene, your grooming process should should never change. Shouldn't change. Change, change, change. Chain of fools. Is it change or chain? Uh, what is it? I feel like it's chain because it'd be oh. a chain of fools. And not a change of food. Change of food. I, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, yeah, but what about you? I would agree. So I, I would agree that I used to grow a very um, Anthony Hamilton essay beard in the past <laughs> during No Shape November. <laughs> but my beard is now like connecting and doing this thing. God is doing like, one, you know a mighty saying? work in your life. I did trim it down. Mm-hmm. Just the my last haircut, so it's not as thick as it was because I that's that's really what I want. I want a Fully connected beard, but like dark mm-hmm. into the skin. Right, that's what I want. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to make sure I accomplish that. But no, so and I will also grow my hair out during the fall winter. But I've been wearing like the curly, you know, fro kind of mm-hmm. curly fade thing for a while. So that one would really be the only change. <laughs> oh, excuse me, the only changes. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I still have my facial routines. I still brush my teeth every morning. <laughs> I still right. put on deodorant under my arms and on my balls. Mm-hmm. I um, use my cologne. I do moisturize more mm-hmm. because of the cold weather. Right, right. So right. I'm probably I'm a little bit more intense. I am not the guy who doesn't you know moisturize his legs because I wear jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Um, right. But I'm a little bit more intentional, so I may put on an extra layer. Right. You know oh, because yeah. I'm going out into the winter and then making sure that my um. I'm being a little bit more intentional with my with my facial self care mm-hmm. in terms of like moisturizing my skin on dry yeah, house. So it's like stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but nothing really changed. I still manscape in the mm-hmm. winter. Uh, <laughs> I don't need I don't need hair down there to stay warm. I don't right. I don't need the things. Yeah, so my grooming my grooming habits don't necessarily change in the fall right. winter. Other than uh, like I said, maybe taking a little bit extra precaution. With my moisturization, right, and, right. You know, and, and on my ashy paws. But Brian, like, why do you think some people get laxed 
Why do you think that happens? I think it kind of goes within cuffing season, though, too. It's uh, I think it's the it's kind of like when you, know, you want to groom more for cuffing season. You would think, but I put it within that season. It's kind of like you have somebody you connect with that person. You kind of like reduce your like some people when they get married, right? They're like, mm. I ain't gotta you know do this and do that. Which I'm tell you, ladies and gentlemen, like you sh- you gotta do it. you gotta like, whatever you did, whatever you did, you gotta do. Don't don't stop that. To do. Like don't stop till you get enough. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I think that's I think it's one of the things. Another thing is I think some niggas, I mean, people, I'm trying to do better. People don't think that like just because it gets colder don't mean you don't get like less musty. Like you still stink. You st- you still stink. It's just like, a dry, it, non-sweaty stink. Right. And the thing <laughs> is, if you if you're wearing more layers, right, then that means you have more room for like heat and warmth. Yeah. So like, like yeah, you baking inside that that jacket. You know, we baking inside that bomber, like. You still gotta put deodorant yes, on. That North Face is thing. musty. Um, you still gotta take showers. Like you know, you still gotta do the things like that. Just that did. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Mm-mm. I don't get it either. And I. I would actually agree that that is probably the reason why because people don't see the sun out. They're not actively sweating. Like, but like you said, mm-hmm. you're you're layered more. And even if even if you're the type of person that didn't go outside often, and you mm-hmm. didn't have on a bunch of layers, maybe you just put on a sweater and a coat. Right, mm-hmm. and you're not a big sweater. If you don't shower for a few days, you're you're going to stink regardless. Yeah. Right. If you're not actively using deodorant, you're going to stink. If you're like re-wearing stuff like more than two or three times, I'm OCD, so mm-hmm. I can wear a pair of jeans once and it's going in the dirty clothes. That's just me. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. people who like wear their jeans multiple times mm-hmm. when they wash them. I'm not. I am not he. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's no it's no judgment <laughs> anyone else. But like, if you go beyond the what. Most people would consider the regular wares of mm-hmm. clothes or whatever. Like that stuff is going to stink. It's going to start smelling like where you've been, mm-hmm. and all outside. that different it's kind of like stuff. Outside. It's going to smell like outside. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And outside is a smell. Outside like, and black folk know. We got to explain. It's outside. It's a smell. It smells like outside. And even when and it's I cold outside, outside, it still smells like outside. Outside still smells like outside. <laughs> even if it's cold, like it that's smell the thing. Like outside, outside smells like outside. People. <laughs> It's a smell. It really is a smell. Is I hate smelling smell like outside. Yeah, like when my kids, like last year, when the pandemic started, is when our boys started playing outside a lot. And mm-hmm. when it got cold, they still wanted to go outside. But we made them put on their scarves and their coats and stuff. When they mm-hmm. came inside, they weren't as sweaty as they were some, but they smelled the same. Like, yes. <laughs> they still like smelled the same. And we was, we was rewashing, you know, they had specific, specific um, Pacific is an ocean, Josh. Pacific, they had- Pacific, y'all. Please just get in twenty twenty. Let's leave that in twenty twenty. Leave it in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Pacific. Um, <laughs> they had specific sweaters and stuff, and we washed them things like crazy because it's like mm-hmm. it stinks. Y'all stink, and my and Josh is you know inching up on puberty. So his thing is becoming a different kind of thing. Right. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like y'all, like the winter months is not an excuse for right. you to, you know what I'm saying, downgrade your grooming. So let's switch to the self-care side, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. are there any special things that you do or you plan to do <clears throat> in terms of um, self-care this fall or winter? Uh, this I, And I think I, I'm still doing social media because social media, I think it's a, it's a weird, it's a, it's a good and a bad thing. Like social, like during the winter, fall, especially like during the holiday season, uh-huh. um, leading up to that can be like a stressful, stressful time for sure. Um, 
family, you know, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. just protecting mental stuff. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was it was the worst time because it was it was a election cycle season. Oh yes, and holiday season, which was the worst and height of a pandemic. Yes, <laughs> it was just terrible. and we and we made it. If I, you know. I am still here by the grace of God. When I look back over my life, Jesus Christ, we made it through 2020. We we made it through 2020, and we are still here. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the things. It's really is. I think this season is really more about the mental health than the physical health. Mm. Um, even though like food is a thing, so you got to start you know being mindful of what you eat and calorie counts and all that kind of stuff to protect. Get be ready for the the, the food Olympics, as you call it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, for Thanksgiving, but I think this is really more of a mental. A mental season, yeah. right? Because you in the fourth quarter of the year, you have to deal with family coming up in holidays. You're mm-hmm. dealing with the stress, depending on how you think about money, um, of, of having the perfect Christmas. And we, I think last year we talked about like, there's no such thing as perfect Christmas, perfect Thanksgiving. Like, nigga, just it, it is what it is, right? Um, the stress of that, the stress of travel, um, you know, the stress of closing out a year and then planning for the next year to mm. ensure that you have a great start. So this is a, for me is more of a, a mental, um, a mental process than a more of a, like a physical, a physical um, self-care moment. I don't know if I answered the question. No, you right. did. You did. You did. You did. And for me, I would say some of the same, but just, Sort of a different direction this mm-hmm. year, specifically in the fall and winter. Maybe I'll probably do it every year, but particularly mm-hmm. coming out of a pandemic, I really want to mm-hmm. focus on honing in on like Christmas and holiday and family traditions right. because mm-hmm. we were kind of robbed of that last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like me and Ash, and I've been saying this, but it's true. Like we're going on tour for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Minnesota for like three or four days. Then we're going to Memphis for the next three or four days. So mm-hmm. like really just building out and spending intentional time mm-hmm. with family and friends and enjoying mm-hmm. and not being caught up in. Like I used to, I hated that that, that time and I'm, and I'm so glad the pandemic stopped it. But I hated mm-hmm. that time where stores were opening up on Thanksgiving day at like 5 or 6 p.m. Because it I'm took t- away I- from... Yeah, like you're ending dinner early so you can go run to the stores and it's just like the store and buy stuff like yeah but now they're going back to the traditional black friday you know and i used to even though i've only done it a few times i would much rather wake up at four in the morning and stand in line for a tv right then ending my dinner at 4 30 so i can run to walmart at six like yeah yeah that's not cool yeah i don't want to do that so like um with going back to that tradition you know just embracing family. So like every so many years um, on my side of the family, we do big family pictures mm-hmm. and all the children and my grandmother and all of us. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that this year. And this year we're sprucing it up a little bit. We're mm-hmm. um, got a, we going to JCPenney. We got a professional mm-hmm. photographer and we got, we did color coordinations and all the mm-hmm. things. So like, I'm really excited about that and just right. like leaning into the traditions more and, just being around my f- and seeing my nieces and nephews grow up like they're like at talking ages and you know right. really loving Uncle Josh and missing you know Josh and Jaden like it's a mm-hmm. like it's one of those, like in the movies where you get you see your cousins you ain't seen them all yeah, year yeah, yeah. And you get excited and like you just go to playing and tearing up grandma house like that is what happens now when we you know when we go to Memphis and it's just right. super dope and it's super you know I love the fact that my my sons and my nieces and nephews are kind of growing up together 
because mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I didn't really have any close first cousins. Okay. Um, my my dad only had one brother who had no children, never married. And then right. my mom had two or three brothers. She had two brothers with her mom and then a brother on her dad's side. And the brothers, a brother on her dad's side, we were all of similar age, but we weren't like mad, mad close. Okay. And then the brothers from her mom's side, um, her middle brother had two children, but because they weren't, they were in a co-parent, you know, Lawrence and Kondo co-parenting situation. Right. And their uncle also had his own set of issues. We didn't see those cousins often. And then my mom's baby brother, his children were like his oldest child is my baby is one year younger than my baby sister. Wow. So for me, like Jessica had a, you know, a cousin, but for me, right. like it wasn't about me to hang out with. Those are little, little cousins. Right. right. And then, you know, not to put my, my late uncle's business out there, but you know, him, you know, him and his first wife, you know, split. So that right. cousin ended up moving out of the city. So even Jessica didn't have, you know what I'm saying? So like, it was just these circumstantially, I would say it that way. We didn't grow up with close first cousins. Then our extended family, child help us Lord. it's just it, it's not that we got beef we just ain't super close mm-hmm. as a family like that so oh, I, I get it i get it yeah so i love i love 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 that within my immediate family we're building out that mm-hmm. cousins and you know inviting family friends you know and kind of building what our family looks like um because it's, it's not a thing for my childhood friends, some of our childhood friends to be in my mama's house and my mama best, you know what I'm saying? Like all the kind of people to pop up during, right. and to see them during the holidays. And like those kind of traditions mean a lot. So leaning into that a lot more and and it does me good. It refuels me. It brings me joy. Right. Um, We don't like some of the drama stuff that people talk about in black families. Like it don't really happen. Like my grandmother is a wild card. <laughs> and I think that's just seniors. They'll say whatever they want right. to say. But right. else, but beyond that, like, ain't no girl. Are you? You got a baby yet? You pregnant? Like, ain't, it ain't really. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know how people be right. like, yeah, but your your husband ain't your. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah, really yeah. deal with that. And I maybe it's because we don't have a whole bunch of extended family in our right. space, so we right. don't deal with that a lot. But um, but yeah, so I'm like for me, that is refueling, that is rejuvenating because being around my family, I really love my mom and dad, my sisters and stuff. And mm-hmm. it brings me joy. Like we talk on the phone and FaceTime, but being in their presence, like I think I've said it before, my little sister, she turned like she married with kid, with a kid. Mm-hmm. I was about to say with kids, just with kids, she's one of my kids. But when she get around me, oh, she is baby sister i mean all up under my butt <laughs> and <laughs> even though i'm joking about it now i love it i mm-hmm. absolutely love it like jessica follows me around the house everywhere i go here she come <laughs> her mm-hmm. husband be sitting right there and she'll be paying that man no attention because her big brother <laughs> is in town and so right. it's like that kind of that feeling that love um right that like it's self-care for me it's joy oh yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. is me being joy is giving joy it's all the things so yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah and I get it. And I, and I think this is like self-care, but in just in general in this season, but it's in life. Like, I think I've been transitioning to like doing what I want to do. Uh-huh. Right. And literally being like, I feel like most of my life in, in most situations, I like usually choose like what other people want. Like, well, I'm doing mm. what's best for the, doing what's best for like the group. Right. Doing yeah. what's best for everybody else. And. I'm I'm over that. Like I'm like that's good. Brother. I want to do what I want to do. I want to go where I want to go. If I don't want to go anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. If I want to stay home, stay home for the holidays. If I want to go visit friends, visit friends. I'm not. I'm not going to. Cons- I'm not. I'm not going to consider. But I'm 
putting my consideration and speaking my consideration because like you know like and especially as a person that like travels a lot i i want to be at home sometime you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh and 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 being like okay family's great but i want to be home or i want to go visit my friends you know what i'm saying like in no shade to my family members i love you all but sometimes i would rather go visit my friends and spend time with them because sometimes our friends we talked about this on another podcast we we're just uh, um um guests on like sometimes your friends are your family members for so sure it's like, so something you want to choose it's not like you're not choosing your family you're choosing your friends like i want uh you know i want to spend time with my friends uh during during the holiday season as well so that's kind of where i am and in terms of uh self-care is just choosing to do what i want to do you choose you yeah and, and choosing you is oh it's so okay and it's so necessary yeah. Um, and I alluded to it a little bit, but I'm going to ask you just directly, what brings you joy? Like specifically during this season? During this season prior to Brooklyn, nothing. Mm. And it sounds really bad. I, I'm, it does. And, and those, and those, but those <laughs> that know me know I'm not a holiday person. Like I'm not, I've never been a big holiday person. Um, Thanksgiving is great. Nothing brought you joy during this season, Brian. Nothing outside of just just life. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, I'm I'm always grateful for life. I'm I would never. So that's the year round. And usually, my biggest beef was the fact of like, like people get excited during the holiday season, and it's like, but like, you know, it's like God is great all the time. You know what I'm saying? He is. You know what I mean? So that was always been like my gripe. But I would say like, if I were to go outside of Brooklyn, that gives me joy. Um, and the the idea of really seeing her enjoy the things and see the trees and all that kind of stuff and the new things because it's all this is new to her you know what I'm saying so I enjoyed that um, I think the vibe of the holiday season outside of like when people like robbing people and, and the mm, struggle of it yeah, all for sure is the intentionality with which is reverse of what I just said recently is the fact of people really choosing other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the the reverse of it all is the fact of like, I'm going to find ways to be intentional with giving to someone else. Yeah. That brings me joy is the fact that people are really saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm really going to use this season to give when I probably normally wouldn't. Um, Seeing the, the intentionality with trying to be cheerful, trying Mm. to give joy, Um, being thankful, right? Being Uh. thankful. Um, but then also being thankful is, and then the the Christmas part is like the, I'm thankful for what I got. Let me give to someone else. So I think yeah. that would probably be the thing that gives me joy is the, is the spiritual context of I'm going to be thankful what God has given me. Mm-hmm. And then in return, I'm going to give out of the abundance of what I have. Not even out of the abundance of what I have, because some people on Christmas, you have nothing. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to give, to give somebody even though I, yeah, I have nothing. For uh, sure. Churches are giving out boxes. People are giving out boxes. And yeah. the, the, I think the gender, um, the liberality in terms of giving is much higher during this season than it than ever any is. other season, so, for sure. So that gives me joy. That gives me joy. I would say that. No, I would agree. Give love on Christmas Day. On Christmas <laughs> Day. Um, 
Yeah, that's so good. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole because that's my song. Eddie Kendrick <laughs> sang that for the Temptations. He did. He Every sang little it child on Santa's knee has a room for your love underneath his tree. Give love. Yes. Didn't the Jackson do a version too? They did, but we ain't talking about that right now. Okay. <laughs> we ain't talking about Michael now. We talking about Eddie Kendrick's Snim. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, no, I think that is uh, great. And, you know, every what did the Saints say? Every day. Is a day every of Thanksgiving. Whoo, Shamba. Mm. Every day <laughs> is a day of Thanksgiving. Yes. I love it. I God's love it. been so good to me. Each day he's blessing me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And then they go on to say it again. Every day is a day of Thanksgiving. And then it says, every take day. some time to glorify mm. the Lord. When? Bless him. Today. Yes. Glory mm-hmm. to God. That's a lyric. That is a lyric. That is an old school. So I put that one deep. I put it in the crates of them. You got to know that one. You got to love God real to know that one. Right. Um, but no, I think that is so true. Um, so one of the things that brings me joy, for sure, I think I alluded to it, is definitely family, being around people, giving gifts. I mm-hmm. really love. Like I enjoy getting gifts. Mm-hmm. But during the Christmas season, I really yeah. enjoy giving gifts. Me too. I, um, I just like what it feels. And I don't usually, I mean, I, I ain't dumb. I have a budget. But I don't really like look at price tags and stuff. Like, if I want you to have it and it's within my means, I'm going to make sure right. that you have it. Um, right. Boots, shoes, clothes, mm-hmm. jewelry. Like, if I, if I feel like, oh, I think you would enjoy that. Again, if it's within right. my means, I'm going to make sure that you have it. Right, right, and because right. I, I enjoy seeing you, not so much like you're thankful for me, but I enjoy seeing the joy that the gift brought you. That's what mm-hmm. fuels me, and right. I just, and, you know, that's just what's the thing. So even if you didn't give me anything, like now, it ain't gonna be too many years that I'm gonna be giving gifts unreciprocated. But <laughs> but for right, the right. most part, uh, I really do enjoy giving gifts, and I just love, I love giving in general. Right, um, right, but like that's something that's super joyful. And I love a pumpkin spice latte. I told that is my that's my rich white girl drink. You know, so <laughs> fall winters when it comes out, I love the peppermint mocha from yeah. Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks has a great menu. It has a great. Doing it menu. makes you feel good. The creme brulee latte is yeah. really good. They have an um, apple joint right now. They have an apple crisp. I heard. Uh, I need to. I had one. It was pretty good. So I working remotely. Breaks up my Starbucks travel because I don't. Mm-hmm. I got my we have my Keurig and right. I do my coffee and I some when I'm not feeling lazy I French press it. So like I don't go to Starbucks as often and right. those lines be so ridiculous these days. Like right. God, but yes, I do remember and I enjoy uh, the white chocolate mocha, the white chocolate mint mocha is like so so good. Uh, they have a really great thing. So I enjoy that. I actually, contrary to pop, a lot of people don't enjoy this, but I actually love being in the hustle and bustle of shopping during the holiday. You do. You do. I do. I yeah. like some stuff I buy online by virtue of like the type of store and needing it to get to me fast and not wanting to look um, like my niece. Mm hmm. She's a teenager, young teenager, 13. Oh, this Trinity. Yeah, 13, I believe, 13, 14, somewhere right. And uh, so, of course, Boohoo, ASO, Shein, all those, you know, those are her little stores. And those are all, right. online, all online retailers. So, of course, for right. her, you know, but like for my mama and my daddy and Asha and all them kind of people, I like going in this. And I, and I feel like people are so 
they're so much nicer yeah, yeah, during yeah. the holidays. And of course, right. there is the risk of being robbed and all that kind of crap. But like, right. I'll never forget. I was in Old Navy and bought some stuff. And the cashier said, she literally asked me. She said, do you believe in Santa? And I said, I sure do. And she did some kind of magic and took 50% off my entire order on top of all the sales I had already maximized. Like, wow. it's that kind of stuff during the holiday yeah. season that just people don't do that. And I don't know if she gave utopia. me her, um, her work discount. I don't know what right. she did. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it was just the holiday season and her feeling, you yeah. know, let me pay it for it some. Um, yeah. You know, I've done People that before. Yeah, I, I've paid for somebody's Starbucks, you know, in front of, behind me and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think, you know, I just enjoy being around people. Right. And yeah, I know yeah, the pandemic too. has changed it, but I just, I like, and I'm right. going to go to the mall this year and yeah, walk through the yeah. mall and be among the people and get my Auntie Anne's and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and all of the things that you do at the mall, right? So, Definitely. all that stuff brings me joy. And, of course, you know, the Christmas music, Brian, brings me yes. joy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and, and I, oh, I'm sorry. What you gonna I was just going to ask, did you hear the Mariah Carey, uh, Kirk Franklin new song? I haven't yet. Um, I think we talked about it. I don't know if it's offline or online. But we, I, talked we talked about, about a little it bit in the, in the group chat. It's good. Yeah, I haven't it's listened good. to it. It's good. It's, I don't think I'm it's going to be like a, like a, a cultural staple. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, one that's played, you know, like, ooh, this is that song. But it's it's really good. It's really good. Got what it. were you going to say, though? Um, I think that's what I was gonna say. I don't know. I don't remember. I lost train of thought. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if it comes to you, you know, let me know. Uh, but so to wrap out, round out this conversation, Brian and I decided to put together a top ten things grooming and self care that you can do. Our Brian and Josh's top ten things. Um, well, I guess that's 20, um, (laughs) you can do, um, to make sure that you are staying in tip top shape, um, in terms of your, your physical and your mental health. So Brian, I'm going to toss it to you, brother. Uh, I'm going to, are you doing, I'm going to do one. Do you do one? Are we doing all, I'm on all my all 10. Like, how are we doing this? We can rotate. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do, I'm going to start running. Okay. okay, And this is a good transition (laughs) to my first, but number one, number one. Okay. So number one. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about grooming. We're talking about self care, mental, physical, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So self esteem is a thing. Okay. Okay. So, you know, and I'm gonna start here. So we want to, and this may this is a, a good self esteem booster for those who <laughs> God has been great to. Okay. Okay. So brothers, this is for the brothers. It is gray sweatpants season. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so if if you if if the Lord has been great to you. Okay, go out there and get them sweatpants. Okay, and draws are optional. Okay, so yes. you can go ahead and go out there and just walk walk the town, and <laughs> you have the gray sweatpants, the gray sweat shorts, and go out there and just do and let the <laughs> display what God has given to you. And I guarantee you, if God has been great to you and He's expanded your territory, oh yeah, right in a larger territory. <laughs> <laughs> then in that case, yeah. your self-esteem will increase. Amen. So go out there and do that. Let the people know what God has been has done. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Like I said, draws are optional. Holy Right. Depending on how much of the goodness of the Lord you want to show off. Yeah. You know, you know, that's that's number one. Is that's go out funny. there and just get your self-esteem <laughs> lifted by just flailing all around. Yeah. Let's get lifted. <laughs> That's number one. Okay. So my number one isn't, you know, 
as raunchy as that. <laughs> but it does have to do with the physical body. And I'm going to say, take this time to start planning out and thinking through your physical health goals. Mm-hmm. I think the days of saying, like, I want a beach body and stuff, I think those mm-hmm. days are over. I think right. figure out what you want your body to look like. Right, right, right. And be comfortable with that idea. Now, whatever that is, it's going to take some planning. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people use, like, the winter to bulk. I'm in that right now so i'm eating like crazy <laughs> like crazy it's like i love food but it is hard to eat as much mm-hmm. as my trainer wants me to eat especially combined with the levels at which i train right. um but i would just say like figure it out like take time to invest in your physical body and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to have this like societal idea of what fine or attractiveness is like figure out how you want to look and fully embrace that so to brian's point that means like Having the day, Bob, but you're going to let that schlong show, brothers. Then hey, do your thing. And if it's for the women, if that it. means like, hey, I'm going to embrace this fupa, but I just want I want to do some squats to get this booty a little bit more round there, sis. Right. Do, you, do your thing, too. And if that means you got to go to the doctor and get the kind of body you want, do right. that, Listen, too. It's you, your you business. You can afford it. Go ahead and do it's it. It's your right. business. <laughs> so I just want to encourage everybody to like take this time to start planning. Like, Don't wait to January 1. Because you that's right. usually how you set yourself up for failure. It is strategy right. now that prepares mm-hmm. you to, to create whatever plan you want right. to do for your physical. So that's my number one. Get your physical in order. Awesome. All right, perfect. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm, I did I did mental on the, the gray sweatpants. I'm gonna do physical on this one. Okay. Um, this is a good season where you want to make sure you are putting things in your body. Multivitamins have been already taking them. Oh, yeah. Uh, vitamins to make sure you're getting your immune system Take together. Um emergency airborne all those things um supplements that could potentially help you out make sure your immune system is good the vaccine. Y- yes <laughs> vaccine <laughs> that's, a, that's actually one of my other ones but uh um i'm gonna I'm I'm come back one on that one but yes take the vitamins do all those things um to make sure that your immune system is is great through the holiday season you're going around people yeah, make your immune system is good. And I believe they say people get sicker during this this season. Uh, so make sure you're taking all the different vitamins and supplements to make sure your your immune system is is where it needs to be. Um, my second one, I guess, are we gonna flip flop? I'm going to mental. Mm. Go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, just sit down, just do it, just go ahead and do it. Get your mental together. Mm-hmm. I told you to get your physical together. Get your mental together, and it starts mm-hmm. with talking to somebody who is licensed. <laughs> to do right. it right your cousin may give great advice but they're not a therapist your best friend may give great unbiased opinions but they are not a therapist right um right. so go to therapy sit down and mm-hmm. reconcile and it doesn't mean that you're going to therapy because um we understand that people you know deal with grief during the holidays and that's not the only mm-hmm. reason why you should go to therapy during the holidays it's just some we just need to take care of our mental and it should be a priority so go do right. that Go to Better Health. Go to Talkspace. We're not mm-hmm. promoting any of these things specifically because ain't none of them sponsoring us. Although we would love sponsors. Right. Hey, y'all. We would love to sponsor. Uh, yeah. Go to therapy. I found my therapist on Therapy for Black Girls. I am not a black mm. girl, but I wanted a black woman therapist. And it was mm-hmm. it made sense to go in there and look. Um, Henry's Health. All these different type of things for black people. So, like, just there are tons of resources. And we've talked about yeah. them before in this podcast. Go. Right. Go. Go. Please go. Go. Um, all right, so I'm gonna do another. This is number three for me. Yes. Um, kind of on the same lines of what you were saying. Um, two options. One is either decide what events you can and cannot go to. Right. What 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 can you mentally handle? Yeah. Right? 
Um, family events come up. We had an episode about it last year dealing with Thanksgiving and trauma and all that kind of stuff. So either decide the events that you can go to, but also cuss the people out, right? Just do it. Um, It'll make if, you feel if better. If you have this, just do it. Like Have the smoke. Get the smoke, right? If you go to the event and you feel that you have the ability to handle it, and then in the moment comes and your aunt or your uncle who's just doing too much and they treat you like a child, if you are grown, you are two grown people. Yeah. Cuss them out. You know, give them all the words. Give them the words. Let them know. Give them the words. Let them know. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, the stuff they used to say to you, I'm not one of your little friends. I'm not boo-boo the foo. I'm not one or two. Give them all the things. Let them know that, you know, I'm, you know, all the things. Um, do not be afraid. Uh, stand ten toes down in you in your life, whatever that may be. Um, either that be some people who you are in certain relationships that may not be approved in certain, you know, environments, right? Um, that can be hetero, that can be, you know, homosexual, whatever it is, stand ten toes down in your relationship or your lifestyle. Um, don't be afraid of, you know, and this is usually what happens. You go to these events, family events, and people want to, you know, you ain't got no kids yet. You're not married yet. Y'all, sh- you know, y'all shacking. You, you know, you got a boyfriend, you got a girlfriend. Whatever it is, like, don't allow anybody to intimidate you. Even if, you know, you're working things out, right? Don't allow anybody to intimidate you and make you feel any less than or not feel, uh, you know, good enough or whatever it is during these seasons. So if you, if you, if you decide to go to these things, make sure your mental is right. But if you get there, walk in those places and spaces knowing that you belong there. For sure. Right. There's nobody in your family, grandparents, grand. I don't care who they are, literally, that can tell you that you don't belong there. Right. That you don't that you're not good enough to be there. Don't allow the childhood traumas of being bullied because bullying happens in families. I'm going to say that now. It happens. Right. People bully and all that kind of stuff. Don't stand 10 toes down on who you are, what you do, your lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. Be proud of where you are, even if you may not be the type of person that they want you to be or have the degrees that they want you to have or have the job that they want you to have or be with the person that they want you to be with. Be secure with who you are, walk in every room, um, 10 toes down and be like, I'm here and um, you're welcome. I don't want to be here. I came. You all are welcome. Have that attitude. That's good. So my number three would be, um, I guess this affects your mental layer, layer well. And what I mean by layer well mm-hmm. is that the fall and winter provides the prime opportunity for you to upgrade your fashions. Um, mm-hmm. So a nice crew neck with a button down and yeah. like, you know, a pair of chinos and some, a dark denim with a mm-hmm. brown boot. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it just right. changed the game. And there's so many ways. Mm-hmm. And we put a denim jacket on top. Like there's so many things. I love a good mm-hmm. jacket and a coat. It really can be the game changer to a winter ensemble. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you can keep it really simple. You can literally do like, a sweatshirt, some jeans, a dope coat, and a nice pair of mm-hmm. boots, and you have a very fashionable outfit. Um, right. And I feel like because of the layers, you have so many options that you can choose from mm-hmm. that you don't have in the summer, where it's kind of just mm-hmm. like you're looking to be fashionable, but you're also looking to be comfortable and cool. Like right. You can put on all the things and mix and match these prints, and mm-hmm. oh, I'm just, I, I love it. And then you get the options of the velvets and the leather and the corduroy mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the wool and the mm-hmm. all the things that come with that. And if you're into furs, like all of that kind of stuff, right? right. Um, so make sure you do that. Enjoy yourself. Explore color yeah. patterns that you've never done before. Explore mm-hmm. um, brands and fabrics that you may have never tried out. Um, just do it. and Do it. Yeah, try it out. It ain't going to hurt you. And if they don't like it, forget them. Mm-hmm. You like, like it. Cuss them out. Yeah. We, we're fine with that. <laughs> we've established that. 
Um, great one. Okay, so another one. I'm gonna keep in line with fashion and stuff like that, but it's not really fashion. Um, seasons have sense, right? So, ooh, yes. Well, fall, summer has a scent, right? Um, winter, fall has another scent. So, even if you make try, try to venture out to different types of um, colognes or perfumes, right? Find the different things that may uh, evoke certain emotions and feelings based off of how you smell during that season. So, um, say if, you, if you're a polo person, figure out what the scent is, or the fragrance is for yeah. um, the season, right? So, whatever brand you use, f- try to figure out what the scent is, what the fragrance is for that season, and just transition. Some people use the same scent all year round. It's okay to have different scents, different fragrances and, uh, mm-hmm. during the season. So, that's a a good eye. I think that's something that you might want to look into. Leaning into that more, um, candles. They mm, are. Yes. They can be relaxing. And y'all know mm-hmm. Bath and Body Works do the 999 candles every year. And, and right. you blacks go crazy over mm-hmm. these candles. And when I say <laughs> you blacks, I am you blacks. Me and Asha are you blacks. We <laughs> buy candles. Um, but they do. They smell great. And they can just kind of change the mood of your home. Like, a, right. I love, a. I hate, I hate body odors. But I also mm-hmm. just hate bad smells in general. And sometimes, right. like we have plugins in our home, again, because we just enjoy a nice smelling home. But sometimes right. we, 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 you know, we don't have as many plugins in because we utilize our candles more. Right. And um, sometimes we have them in the bathroom just going. Um, I don't take a lot of baths, but when I do take a bath, I definitely usually light a candle. Mm-hmm. Um you know, not on no Marcus Thomas stuff, but definitely, but definitely Marcus. light, but definitely light a Set candle. Set the atmosphere. Set the atmosphere. Um, but definitely light a candle, just you know, <laughs> to kind of. You know, using the term to set the atmosphere for, for, for relaxation. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it helps relax me having that fire, that smell. Um, and to Brian's point, those different scents, like, you know, the eucalyptus, you know, it's more relaxing and stress relieving. Then maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you have the lavender, or maybe you do like this really. You know, mama's apple pie. You know, I don't want that near my bath. But, you know, maybe maybe right, you right. want it to remind you, you know, of right. an apple pie when you don't feel like cooking one, right? So, like, right. you know, lean into that and how that can really change the dynamic of your space mm-hmm. by creating, like, these these different aromas. Right. Great point. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of piggyback on that. Um, scents matter. Soundtracks matter. Mm. Okay. So, this is the season where you can develop a great soundtrack as a person that uh, it, and mind you this is coming from the Grinch the person that doesn't mm-hmm. listen to Christmas music until like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. like start it now if you have a, if you're a person who needs that that mental uh, uptick you know Christmas music as much as I like I just not a big fan of it it provides a great sound it's positive music right even Jesus ain't di- ain't dying on darn Christmas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's like, Christmas birthday. music, right? It's all positive. Christmas music is all positive. So for this season, create a good soundtrack. Listen to the things. Put you know, put things in your ear um, that can even counteract some of the negative things you may be seeing on the news, on the media, or the social medias and stuff like that. The stresses. So a, a good soundtrack during this season is amazing all right and um, i listen to some things you know i listen to probably like a handful of albums but they all do great things for me um so i may even start like you know and I, this is not within my top top 10 but i'm even do this within that like 
you know, put your decorations up now. If you, if you feel like you need to get in that spirit, mm. you know, I don't know if you ever had that. Put your decorations up now. Like, get into that mode, that mindset of like of giving and thanks and all that kind of stuff right now. Put your gifts up. You know, like, put your trees up. Put your decorations up. Because then they will hopefully jumpstart your mental. Yeah, for and sure. And give you that great space to um, kind of make you feel better about life. Um, I'm a kind of stay thing. What are we on? Was this, was that your number four? That was. I think I have. Let me see. I'm I'm, I'm deleting as I'm going through. So well, that was four because I had. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got five left. So yeah. All right. So was that five? I did five. Yeah. Okay. Five. All right. So I guess this is my five. Um. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm leaning to community. Something s- similar to that. Um, I think during this season, more than ever, I talked about it for me personally, I find joy in community, my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if you're in a space to where, again, you're not feeling it, I think being around people who are feeling it, right? Mm-hmm. Being, you know, having that consistent, you know, community of love and joy around mm-hmm. you will help fuel you. So lean into community, tap into your family and friends, the ones that bring you joy, right? And not just family because mm-hmm. that's your cousin. Because everybody right, related right. to you ain't best, you know, best for you. And some of your associates and coworkers aren't best. But like yo, those really core friends and those core people who really mm-hmm. bring, you know, help enhance life. Bring them right. around. Have Sunday dinners. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go to happy hours. Go to the coffee shop up the street. Like whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a formal ugly, Christmas, ugly sweater Christmas party or thanks Friendsgiving. Like it could legit just be we're going to do brunch this Sunday and that's going to be y'all Friendsgiving. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But like whatever brings. Because, you know, a good brunch, a good chicken and waffle and a mimosa always bring me joy. So right. like, <laughs> so why not? <laughs> why not lean into community and create environments mm-hmm. where you can really enjoy and love on the people that matter the most mm-hmm. right and uh, that i'm glad that i'm i can actually pick it back on next i have one uh your presence is a present right mm-hmm. um do not be overwhelmed and stressed during this season this holiday season of feeling like you have to be perfect yeah right and present yeah and you have to present a certain way right i think it kind of is different than what i said earlier in terms of like being who you are but like it's especially during the season, they say suicide rates are at all time high and all that kind of stuff because people feel like they have the stress to provide and present a certain way and things of that nature. Um, I would rather you be here and you give me nothing um, than you try your best and stress yourself out to try to be cook the perfect dinner or give the perfect gift. Like be secure in who you are in terms of knowing that people really do genuinely care about you. Um, and go around, let people know that you care about them, that, but people also do care about you. So that let your presence be a present, um, and, and know that you're valuable, uh, when you do show up in certain places, people need you. So, um, the other one that I would say is, um, I kind of mentioned it is moisturize well. Oh, this wow, cold air, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we shared this. This cold air ain't playing with nobody. So this is the time mm-hmm. when you might have to stop using that lotion and get you some Vaseline. Yeah. Okay. You need that thick stuff. Vaseline ain't just for. I grew up in a real black household. We use Vaseline throughout <laughs> the year. It was a consistent mm-hmm. thing in my house. Okay. Right. Uh, and my kids now use Vaseline, but get you some Vaseline, cocoa butter, the shea butters, mm-hmm. the body butters. Um. Shout out to my girl, Ash B. You can go to Ash B's Beauty Bar. I use a body scrub, and you use it mm. after you're done washing, and it quite naturally infuses oils and stuff in your skin. Like, it is dope, mm. and they smell good. 
Uh, wow. The one I use is called the Coco Surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really good. And, and when you're done, you're kind of already kind of moisturized. So you can like add, you know, some additional layers of moisture. Right. But I think that kind of stuff helps because for black people, like they don't, they don't make a lot of soaps and stuff for our skin. So mm-hmm. and, and sometimes for us, it's it's a journey finding the right body washes and things that mm-hmm. won't dry us out, that right. won't affect us. A lot of us have mm-hmm. sensitive skin. Like my son, my youngest son has to use Dove Sensitive Care. They, that's, no, that stuff is $10 a bottle mm-hmm. for his little bitty self. Um, yeah, yeah. But, like, but we have to go through that journey. And, that's, and again, that's part of some of the barriers we have as people of color is figuring right. out what works for us and our skin. Because I used to use Bath and Body Works. And because I shower mm-hmm. so often because of my gym work, that stuff mm-hmm. smelled great, but it was tearing my skin up. So mm-hmm. I went through this phase of finding the right, and I finally found a body wash, um, one of the Dove Men's Plus Care specific one that works really well with my body composition, my pH levels, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. make sure that you're moisturizing. So finding the right body wash, it won't strip all the moisture out of your body. Moisturizing well with Vaseline's and Eucerin's, and maybe you got to mm-hmm. use the Eucerin, like that thick paste, like. Right, right, right. You need that extra layer of moisture. Like, do right. do what's necessary. You know, the baby oil might not penetrate as deep as you need it to penetrate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, do all the things. Take care of yourself. Take care of that skin. Yep. Yep. And I would that just to that point, I, I was gonna I kind of changed my mind was definitely moisturizer. Um, but hydrate your feet, right? So make sure you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Listen. there's no reason to have cu- crusty heels and toes. Get a pedicure, get a manicure, get all those things. Do that stuff, but also make sure every night, if you can, Vaseline, lotion, whatever it takes. Make sure you wear your socks at night. Make sure your feet are nice and smooth. And and if you cuffing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want your your feet, your nails to be scratching somebody's feet and they sheets and all that kind of stuff. And so take care of your feet during this season. We wearing boots. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole thing. So like. Take care of your feet, hydrate your feet, moisturize your feet. Um, make sure you're taken care of in that area. Um, I would also say in terms of grooming, keep a mint. Good, good one. Good um, because this is also the season where we're eating a lot of food. We talked about coffee. So all these, like, you, you're putting all these flavors in. So you might be brushing. I hope that you're brushing and flossing and rinsing Please, well. Yeah. But we have to be honest. When we're eating, like, all of these really savory dishes that's full of, like, mm. onion and garlic. And, garlic. I mean, because me and Brian <laughs> cook. Like, and there's a little mm-hmm. extra... You know aromatics in in, you oh, know, yeah. in these fall oh, and yeah. winter type, even in your soups, right? A lot mm-hmm. of those stocks are very onion and celery and garlic, you yep. know, infused and based. And you know, when you're eating that stuff, your breath smells like that stuff, right? It's so if you're not in a right. space where I know some people are OCD and they brush between every meal. So even if you're not that person, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are doing the traditional every morning, every night type of brushing, like in between, it is okay to have a Listerine strip. It is okay. I keep right. a pack of double mint spearmint gum on me. Number one is mm-hmm. my favorite gum, but number two is a dual purpose. Like right. keep the refresh. So keep some mints. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Keep it in your car because again, coffee breath is a thing, and people drink mm-hmm. more coffee and cocoa and tea. In the mm-hmm. winter, like, and you don't right. want to be offensive in those ways. I know, I know, right. we digital, but it would be the it would be the one time you go in somebody's presence and all I right. smell. Like, I enjoy pumpkin spice, but I don't want to smell it from your mouth. Um, <laughs> right. So keep you some gum, keep you some mints. Mm-hmm. It ain't that deep. They cheap. They cheap. They real cheap. Right. You can get it for a dollar. They cheap. Absolutely. You can get five five packs from Dollar Store for a dollar. That is twenty <laughs> pieces of gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's 25 pieces of gum. Excuse me, right? So do that. Thank you. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to do a quick one. This is as, as honorable mention. Make sure you have chapstick. Yes. It's important in this season. That's honorable mention. I, it wasn't in my top 10, but you know, that can that I add needed. on to that? Go for and it. keep them in every place you are. Yes. I have one in my car. I have one in my backpack. Mm-hmm. I have one mm-hmm. on my dresser. And I yep. used to keep one when I worked at, at my job. So every mm-hmm. space that I'm in, there's, I'm not, I'm not, and I keep one on my person that I, so even if I lose one of my, per, I know it's one in my car. I know it's going to be one on yep. my desk. And then yep. if I, it's one in my backpack, like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's it, they're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. They're, and again, they're cheap. You can, a thing of Carmex a, is a dollar. <laughs> dollar. A dollar. It's a dollar. There's no excuse. You ain't got to get t- the expensive $20 lip balm, fam. No, a dollar. No, <laughs> no. And I think Walmart, you can get like a double pack for like less than $2. Yeah. And if so you're like, into the expensive ones, that's cool. But get you a couple of the $1 joints to keep in, in hiding spaces. Yeah, right. you don't want dry litters. Yeah. So that was just an honorable mention. Uh, I get that one. We get one to y'all for free. <laughs> All right. So this is one. And I got three, three left. Um, this is a two for one. Is give thanks and give back, right? Mm. So, give thanks and give back. Um, this is a great season to give thanks. Be grateful for whatever you have. I say this all the time that your life is someone else's life goals. So, as bad as you think that your life is My right God. now and and where you feel like you want to be, <laughs> your life That's is literally somebody up, else. Right? It's it's somebody's life goals. You somebody looks at you right now and be like, man, like. That's goals. Like people are looking at your life and saying that's goals. So be thankful for what you ha- you have, but also give back. Uh, they say um, oftentimes people um, have greater mental health uh, when they are giving. Uh, we you know we uh, and we talk about it in, in scripture. We we believe in the things. And Josh is being stirred up right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, is the fact of you know it's better to give than to receive. Yeah. So in this season, your mental health can actually be increased and improved. Mm-hmm. By giving, mm-hmm. so give thanks, mm-hmm. give give thanks, give back, and I believe I, I I'm not gonna say guarantee, but I do believe without a shadow of a doubt um, that it will it will put you in a great mindset um, during during this then this this winter or fall. So I'm going to piggyback on that and flip it just a little bit. Be receptive mm-hmm. to receiving. Oh, that's I good think too. So many of us, that's good. Like, we that's like good. to give, and I'm not, and I agree with everything Brian just said because I'm a mm-hmm. giver too. But sometimes it's hard for us to receive. And mm-hmm. so for those who love to give, they got to give it to somebody, right? right. <laughs> and right, if you yeah. happen to be that person, be receptive. Like, don't don't overthink it. Don't like, oh, let me run to the mall and get them something. Because that might not have been the heart that they gave it in. Receive right. and and mm-hmm. enjoy being loved on in that way. Right. Or be receptive to receiving as mm-hmm. well. Like, you deserve love too. And if that love comes in a way, in, by way of gift, be it clothing, shoes, money, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I'm in right. a season now. People ask me, I'm, I'm turning to my daddy. Pay a bill. That's mm, a that's gift. Good. <laughs> pay mm-hmm. my car note. It is. Pay my car note for Christmas. Listen, that's a gift. It's due on the 28th of every month anyway. So it is right. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Pay my gift. student loan in December. That's a gift. Listen. Um, but no, seriously, though, be receptive to to receiving. I promise mm-hmm. you, you it, it, it's, it's, there is joy in that. There is. I, that's, a, that's, a, that's a word. That's a word from the Lord. Um, so speaking of receiving, um, this one is flu shots and COVID boosters mm. or COVID, COVID uh, shots in general. vaccines <laughs> in general. So, um, and again, and, and I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. Josh is vaccinated. Josh is boosted. Um, and this is what we believe in. We're not pressuring anyone. But if you've, you know, 
if you believe something to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, we're going around family, we're going around friends. We want to be responsible as much as we can. Um, and, and if you still are one of those people that are just saying you don't want to do it, continue to pray. Um, and we are praying for you. But, you know, flu shots, um, COVID shots, um, let's be responsible in this season um, where transmission levels are at an all-time high mm-hmm. during the holiday season because you're going for through sure. – uh, uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and then Martin Luther King Day. You know, since all these things are happening within like a four month time frame, uh, you want to make sure that you are uh, well equipped to ensure that you're not, you know, infecting anybody else. All right. Um, have great sex. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> have great sex. You know, mm-hmm. put your put your penis as deep as it can go. Please and do. whatever hole your partner allows, you know, ride that meat <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. or that strap on, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, in whatever the best in the best ways that you can ride it. Mm-hmm. Eat those places out. Eat them like it's never been eaten before. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like pull those lips back, put those legs in the air, slide them to the edge of the bed for greater mm-hmm. access. Do all the things. Lube it all up. The things. Get some toys, put fingers in places they ain't never been. Just just have <laughs> great <laughs> sex. Try new positions. Um, mm-hmm. you know, do all the now make sure that you're groomed well before you do oh, yeah. these things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shave, wash, douche, whatever the things you oh, need to do. All the things. All the th- all the things. Ble- bleach your butthole. Bleach you know, it all- out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get you one of those detachable shower heads and put it back there and get up and get you a, you know, whatever, a bidet, sit on that bidet, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Clean yourself out just to get your guts rooted out as well. Mm-hmm. Have sex and have great yes. sex. And yes. don't be ashamed. Moan. Look them in the mm-hmm. eye. Choke them a little right. bit. Slap them. Spit in their mouth. Spit, spit <laughs> in their mouth. <laughs> spit on the dick to give it extra moisture <laughs> all the things i'm telling you that that is self-care it is that is mental health <laughs> okay it, it is <laughs> do the thing blow do your it. and if you don't have a partner blow your own mind Mm. Lube yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touch on yourself. Sometimes people say the safe, you know, no sex is the safest sex, but sometimes solo sex is really the safest sex <laughs> because it gets the job done and you ain't got to worry about transmitting nothing to yourself. Right. Wash your hands real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and fap, fap, fap yourself. <laughs> Glory to God. Bless him. <laughs> All right. And and here goes my last one. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, I will say we don't get canceled, but we're not, we don't on TV. We don't, we don't. We don't get canceled. Yeah, we don't get canceled. Um, so ignore the cap on Christmas. Okay. Mm. So during the holiday season, especially mm. on Christmas, you see the you see the the family in the pajamas, right? <laughs> You see all the already them niggas. Been, listen, them niggas been cheating all year long. Don't feel. I ain't been cheating don't, though. No, you ain't been cheating. Don't feel any pressure. Don't feel any less than. Don't feel left out. Don't feel any of these things. Don't feel pressure to propose on Christmas. Don't feel pressure to do any things 
be secure in who you are, where you are in this time and season of your life, no pun intended, in this season time of your life. Um, it's cool, man. Like, you know, all the stuff we see on the media, all the things we see on social media, all the things we see, uh, people are literally putting their best foot forward and showing you what they want to show. We know probably so many people who are in them, in them imagine pajamas, who are going through all kind of drama, who have lost jobs, are barely, you know, have bought all of these gifts to make it seem like Christmas is amazing, but they've gone into all mm-hmm. this debt and all that kind of stuff. So ignore the cap. Don't be pressured to believe the lies or make yourself feel um, like you're you're not in a part, certain place and space where you you want to be. Um, just, like I said, be. I want to end it with that. Like, just be content. You know, now when I'm saying content, yeah, be content with who you are. Have a plan of where you're going, but don't feel any type of pressure um, to to try to keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses ain't got their lives together. Um, yeah, and just just be you. It's it's okay. It is really okay. You're you're good enough um, as the way you are. And my last one is similarly in line. Um, understand your capacity, and I'm mm, really talking from good. a budget perspective. You can't right, do what you good. can't do, right? You know what I'm saying. So I know, like I said, you know, with if it's if notice when I say I like to give gifts, but I do mm. it within my means. <laughs> Right. So maybe my right. means means that I can get my wife some Gucci shoes. Maybe that doesn't mean that for you. Because there was a mm. season where I couldn't do that. Or maybe my means mm. means that I can't do that. Maybe she's right. still getting Ugg boots because that's all I still can afford. And right. so like, so don't don't like feel bad if you see the people in the Gucci shoes and you can only buy, you know, coach loafers. Like that's what your money can afford right now. And if you can't right. even buy the coach loafers, then you get the Aldo loafers. And if you can't get the Aldo loafers, then you somewhere, you know, so whatever it is, like, but do what you can do and don't feel any right. pressure to create loans and, you know, max mm-hmm. out your credit cards and all that different kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like I'm not saying don't indulge. So if you got capacity on your credit card and you're financially, you have financial discipline, then by all means, buy yourself a little bit something nice. Well, understand that bill is coming, but, you know, have a plan to pay that bill off, you know, if you can do right. it. But that's all a part of your means too. creating plan, <laughs> creating plans and understanding your budget. So, you know, and that goes into not just giving gifts, but that goes into decorating your home. That goes into all the things. Right. Because mm-hmm. you might want to host a party, but maybe you can't maybe you can't do it on the level as your homegirl. So do it on right. the level that you can. So if you can't get a full caterer, that's fine. Get in the kitchen, start early and start cooking. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. or do get you some American call American Deli, get you a hundred piece. Right. <laughs> do, do something different. You know, do something different. Or do a taco bar. You know, tacos are real cheap. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times when people get together, we get we, we're not, I mean, we want good food, but we more so want the community and the camaraderie. Right. So in this time, yeah, yeah, so as long as the food ain't nasty, we ain't pressed. You know right. what I'm saying? Or you can just get us fornication meatballs. An out of wedlock pasta salad. It we is, love it. We we would. I promise you, we would enjoy it. And put on a nice music. Do some carols. You know what I'm saying? Again, have the have the libations. <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> right. it's gonna be great. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, back stay within your means, stay within your capacity. To Brian's point, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Just understand your capacity and do what you can do. Yep. And mm-hmm. everybody gonna be happy in the end. You ain't got to worry about when New Year come. You know how you gonna pay your rent on January one because right. you overspent. You don't want right. that burden. You don't want to start the year off with that burden. Nobody wants. Nobody that. wants that. So I think that's it. Was that our top ten? I said top ten. It's our top ten. So Brian, this is great. And since we talked about kind of self care, you know that's how that is also. I am my brother's sister's keeper. Our person keeper. Where's twenty twenty one? Our person's keeper. 
is that how we gonna? I am my person's. I am my people. Why are we? How are we? Is I'm a, I'm my person's keeper? Are we doing that? We do it for the people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am my person's keeper. I am my person's keeper. Keep yeah. I am I, my people's we'll keeper. Out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it You'll out. You'll never know what we're gonna come back with in 2022. But for now, <laughs> we're working through. Right now, it's I'm my brother and my sister's keeper. Oh no, no, it's I am my brother, my sister's keeper. Black person self-care. That's what it was. There okay, it is. is. Right. <laughs> brother and sister, black person self-care. Bro, yeah, we, what yeah. we gonna do when we finally have a white person on this show? Because I feel like it's gonna come one day. Black. We they all come from black people. <laughs> we are the mother. Okay. You Adam and Eve was colored, so y'all Listen. black. <laughs> Y'all black. <laughs> so with that being said, y'all want to receive it or not, Brian? Do we have a letter? Since we're skipping this segment, do we have a letter? Did Ronnie Jenkins give us a letter? Uh, we uh, we sure do. All right, let's read that real quick so we can wrap up. This episode went longer than usual. Let's do <laughs> much longer. I thought it was gonna be a short episode. Listen, but we okay. got we got caught up. Let's let's do this. Look at us. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right, good people. Thank you for sticking with us. And we are here at the P.O. Box as always. Ronnie Jenkins sent mm-hmm. us a letter. Y'all know, yep. I, I usually give this whole spiel about you being able to write in, but you know what to do. We're going to jump on you to do. it. Brian, who do we have and what do they want? All right, pronouns. She, her. Ooh. Um, Olivia Pope. Olivia Pope. Wonderful. She married that uh, guy with that white man. <laughs> Olivia Pope. Let's do uh, it. Olivia Pope. All right. So, you know Olivia what? Reed. Can I backtrack? Oh, yeah. Since we talked about Ola. Annalise okay. Keating. Annalise Keating. Annalise All right. Keating. Annalise. She was with a white man, she too. She was with a white man. <laughs> kind of loves the interracial relationship, don't Doesn't she? Doesn't she? <laughs> she loves the dynamic. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Annalise Keating. So, Annalise reads, what up, guys? All right. What up, guys? I was listening last week, as I always do, and I love that. Love the questions that asked about what you or two are doing next for the podcast. It got me thinking. We want to know more about Josh and Brian as people. Girl, how much so, more do I want to know? <laughs> listen, if you listen to the podcast, you know. <laughs> we, we say a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I am going to stay in theme with that. Josh, what do you like most about being from Memphis? Ooh. Brian, what do you like most about being from California? Or Cali, as you wrote. Um, love y'all and the show, Annalise Keating. Can I stop right here and say that you didn't ask me what I like about being from Tennessee? You asked me what I like from Memphis. You gave, right. you gave Brian the whole state. <laughs> right. Um, but understand, people from Memphis, it is Memphis, and then there is Tennessee. Okay? So just so that you know. Um, what do I like most? Ooh, um, it ain't, I'm just, I'm going to say culture in general. Yeah. I think anybody who's been in Memphis, been a part of Memphis, understands that we have a very special culture <laughs> that is unique mm. to us. We have like language that is unique to mm. our city. Mm-hmm. Um, the use of Maine and how Terrence Howard never got it right. There's no why. It's not Maine. <laughs> it's Maine. It's Maine. Mm-hmm. Like the main mm-hmm. idea, but it's main. Right. M A N E. You know, so I just love that. I mean, the barbecue, of course, like, you know, juking, which is a type mm-hmm. of dancing. Um, our southern, our dialect is just, you know, we sound mm-hmm. a little bit different than everybody else in the South. Um, right. At least I think so. I think I hear it differently for us sometimes. But, you know, I. Um, I don't know. I just, I love the grit and grind of Memphis. Um, mm-hmm. There are some 
not so popular and flattering things about my city that we can point out, but I, I never focus on those things. Right, um, right. But I just, I really, I love that we real have a, you know, y'all can say what y'all want to say about Atlanta, but y'all ain't got about American Daily. Memphis has a real hot wing culture. <laughs> <laughs> Several competing restaurants that like, you can name all four or five that are just great, mm-hmm. that are unique to Memphis as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just love that about I love that about our city. It is it is homegrown. It is a major metropolis, but with a small town feel. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I love the renaissance that's going on now. I read about it often. I read the Daily Miffian mm-hmm. every morning. So I know a lot, I know a lot more about what's going on in the city than some of my friends and family who live there. <laughs> live there too <laughs> um i keep up quite a bit um but no i just i love it I, I love the culture i love yeah it's the culture it's the culture it is the unique culture of memphis and people who know me like i am i live in atlanta but if you really get to know me i am very memphis <laughs> mm. i am very memphis like i may not be like your quintessential like orange mound guy but once you get to know me oh be like, mm-hmm. oh, that nigga from memphis he from Memphis. Right. <laughs> he from Memphis. <laughs> um, and, and I love that. I love that. I, I have no shames about it. Um, right. I can get into any debates with anyone, and you know, my sentiment will remain the same. Um, but how about you, bro? What do you love most about being from Cali? Uh, diversity. The whole state. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from Southern California, but I, I would say like I like the diversity of people, but also the diversity of like scenery. Mm. Um, like we have the beaches, we have the mountains, we have you know, all the things in terms of like you can go to the beach and the mountains and see snow within the same day. God like, just did his handiwork, huh? He did, <laughs> uh, and I and I love that, but I also love that there's so many different cultures, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, there you can get different types of food, and I think it kind of pre- it pre- it it uh, it it prepared me for life. Mm-hmm. So I grown up in Southern California. Now I've been around so many different cultures. I'm not uncomfortable in any culture. I'm not uncomfortable in any any environment. Um, I can find commonality and common ground and even community in different communities that aren't necessarily like the black community. You know what I'm saying? For sure. so I think that's one of the best things that I've I, I valued and cherished about being from California, uh, Southern California particularly. Um, so yeah, that's that make I'll make it short and sweet. Uh, the diversity in culture, diversity in scenery, and and, and how how things are. So, shouts out to California. I, I appreciate you. I, I miss you. All right. Well, hope that answers your question, Annalise Keating. And if y'all said y'all want to know, maybe, bro, we just need to do a get to know us episode. Just maybe because we talk about ourselves a lot <laughs> on this show. We do. Um, but maybe we need to do, I guess, a deeper dive, a little bit more personal stuff. So um, we'll put we'll put that on the list of 2022 things, quite possibly. Yeah. But if that's it, bro, we're going to head on to a greater conversation. Ready to do that? Let's do it. Let's yep. go. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right. Greater conversation, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we get some things off of our chest that have been bothering us. Yeah. And we just, you know. You know, truth is is a thing. You know, it's getting things off of our chest to make us feel better um, about our lives. Josh, do you have anything you want to talk about real quick? Super quick. I mean, when I say super quick, super quick, the people around Kanye, please get him. This interview that he did on Drink Champs, he's this man has real mental health issues, and it's it's going from a place to where it was funny and then disturbing to where <laughs> now it's just kind of mm-hmm. sad. That man yeah. needs help. I watched parts of the interview. It it wasn't it was entertaining, but it wasn't good. Um, now, of course, he is a musical genius, so he said some some things that were cool. But mm. 
you could see the terror of his brain throughout the entire thing. And yeah. to keep putting him in the front of the camera without any help is is really sad. Um, so my greater conversation is if you got friends like that, like look out for him in the ways that protect them. And y'all ain't protecting mm-hmm. Kanye. And mm-hmm. as much as we are over him, he's a black man that is really suffering. And it's kind of sad yeah. to see him like wasting away in that way. Because that's really what it is. So mm-hmm. that's all. Yeah, he, he and, and, to, and to add to that point is he's a black man with extremely low self-esteem and identity issues. For sure. And as much as he does a lot of boasting about who he is, what he has, and I know I'm Kanye West and I, I'm a god and I'm the greatest. If you listen to it, he's trying to prove that he belongs. Mm-hmm. He's trying to prove that he's a genius. He's trying to prove that his peers are Elon Musk and you know he's trying to prove that he belongs in the pantheon of the greats. And if you are really secure in who you are, you don't have to say you, you just gotta let your prove work speak it. for right. itself, right? Right. So he's definitely an insecure. Uh, I do believe insecure individual. So I'm definitely praying for Kanye West. And he's confused in terms of a lot of things. It's hypocrisy of what things he was saying. Different thoughts didn't match up to where, you know, it was just a weird situation. Um, some people love Kanye and, and and I understand the people that do love Kanye. And and oftentimes the people that do love Kanye, I can see it in their lives, how they their lives align. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse, um, uh, the absolute murder murderer got on the stand today and was crying and put on a whole show and i am you know i have absolutely no confidence in the justice system not with this one especially after that judge america he did yeah the judge for already did not allow the victims to be called victims um he pretty much was babying um this murderer um, even the way they've been trying to portray the the, the charge, the, the char- they've been trying to humanize him and make him seem like a, just a young kid who got caught up in trouble and things of that nature. Um, there only being one, I believe, is there how many black people are actually on the uh, in the jury? I don't know. I don't. I'm not um, sure. But, it, but from top to bottom, this thing smells. He's going to get off, um, and I'm and I'm not. You know, I'm not going to be surprised in any in any any way, shape, or form. Um, the United States is a, a, a interesting place to be in. And that's, that is what it is. I, I can't, I don't, there's nothing, I don't, at this point is a certain level of, I'm going to say like hopelessness, but I don't, I don't see the United States getting any better at any point, anytime. It is what it is. And it's going to probably consume itself of a hypocrisy and just injustice and lack of mercy and lack of grace. And at some point, it's going to just, you know, cannibalize itself. And I'm just prayerful that the Lord uh, continues to protect us and our families and our generations later on to not be consumed um, by just the the just the beast that is the United States is going to end up eating itself and killing itself. So that was really sad, but that's just how I feel. Bro, I get it. And with that being said, accepted. <laughs> this has been another episode of Jigsaw Podcast. We want to thank you again yes. <laughs> um, for joining <laughs> us. As always, we appreciate you for all your love and your support for being with us and rocking with us every, 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 every single Thursday. And please be on the lookout for all the wonderful things that we have coming up. Now, I think we have a couple of guest spots coming up that um, we'll sure announce soon when, they, when they're ready to drop. But be on the lookout for those. Um, Brian, anything else you want to tell the people how they can follow us and what we got going on? 
Uh, definitely, man. Continue to support us. We appreciate all the support that you've been giving us. Uh, make sure you check us out on any uh, podcast platform. Make sure you comment, subscribe, share, like, leave a uh, a good rating, five stars, or nothing at all. Nothing leave a comment. at all. If not uh, or nothing at all. Please follow us on all the different social media platforms that we are there. The Jigsaw Podcast will be there. Follow Josh and I am Josh Rogers. Me, I am Brian Hare. Check out the website. Do all the things. We appreciate your support. And before we sign off, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. All you can do is what you can while you can in the very best ways that you can. Mm-hmm. See, that last part talks about your mental health. But in all yes. you're doing, don't get caught with your work undone. If that means taking a nap, take a nap. If that take means it. dry, you know, moisturize your dry skin, moisturize your skin. But whatever do it that. is, don't let that work be undone. And don't. that's a wrap. Good night, y'all. We love you.